0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to the Cantina Mex Football podcast. We're back to address some of the rumors. We have a, a front runner for the Mexican national team coach. The name is Marcelo Bielsa. We're going to talk about it today and see how plausible that is. We have Alejandro Zendejas and Tata Martino screwing us over and Alexis Vega got injured from Chivas. We're going to talk about Liga MX wrap-up and much, much more. We have a full panel tonight, so I'm excited to bring everyone on. <laughs> Coming in from the OC. Joel, how are we doing today?
1: Oh, man. Really good, Jaime.
0: That's good, really man.
1: Good, good, good day for a football talk. There's a lot of juicy... Juicy things
0: Happy belated birthday, man! Thank you, sir. Yeah, you still feel like a spring chicken? No,
1: no, I stopped feeling <laughs> like when, like maybe a
0: decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We have uh, my good friend Super Elbow, who's battling the Rona, but it's not stopping him from hopping on tonight. How we doing,
2: gentlemen? I'm doing all right, man. Still a little, little horse, but uh, but but feeling pretty good and. Happy birthday, Joel. I, I hope you Thank enjoyed you, your sir. Time, you, I hope you enjoyed your time at Medieval Times. And if you've been to that pirate the the pirate restaurant next to it, I need a review for that man cuz that's uh, uh, not, my next stop. Same, I haven't but uh, Same, I, I want to check it out too.
0: And last but not least, the man, the Myth the Legend Soccer Chronicle up in the building tonight. Let's go. How we doing?
1: Hey, what's up guys? How
0: you guys doing? <clears throat> We're doing Start good, man. Time. We finally I'm have an America fan on here. Yeah, yeah. They've been in but, hiding uh, ever since uh, you know, they just haven't been able to win. Yeah.
3: Just they haven't, you know, so I'm not I'm not feeling it this season for some reason, you know? I'm
1: not feeling it. <laughs>
4: Not,
2: been out you. Man, tranquilo. Feeling,
0: you know it's better when Chivas I, I, fans are talking you out of it, dude. It's like no dude it's
2: stuff
3: I don't I don't know if it's just that saltiness that that basically just <laughs> that's you know lingering from the World Cup. Just those you know, those negative vibes. You know? But I don't know, I just like for some reason just the the, the little bit of the rest. I didn't watch the first game, but the second game I did. Uh but I I don't know, just it, something just seems a little off with the team. You know, hopefully it's just, you know, you know, the long break the long break and everything.
0: Y'all yeah, were lucky to tie that game. You know, Chia Toluca was winning 2-0. You guys came back and in, in the second half with a penalty yeah. call, which, you know, America always gets those calls for some reason. I wonder why. But uh I would not stress about the first couple of games of the season. It's not about how you start; so how you it's about how you finish. And with twelve teams having the chance of winning the title, I think you yeah, all will be fine.
2: No, Ron, if if you I, need I, some positivity, man, I'm happy to do a watch party with you. I'll <laughs> I'll encourage you during all those Wheelers games, man. No, but the <laughs> thing with the thing with America, even though it, like even if you start, you know, like
3: because I guess you know with, with the you know obviously. It, it, there's more pressure playing with a team like that. So, I mean, you you have to you have to you have to start the season right, you know, or else you know the 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 media is going to just hound the, the team. But I don't know, just for some reason, I just I haven't really liked the way they've clicked. Yeah. But, uh, hopefully, hopefully things get better.
0: They're still trying to clear out the ring rust from the you know World Cup break and all that.
2: Yeah. Tr- trying yeah, to get yeah, the momentum games going for that man for that rust to come out.
0: Where I do have a bone to pick with y'all is they
2: lost their copy.
0: Is y'all got the enemy on your team? Y'all got Alejandro Zendejas, the man who couldn't even hack it at Chivas. Now you know he...
3: what? I don't even blame him. That's it, it, that's that's the uh, those are front office problems, you know.
0: Front office problems.
3: Even... No, it's true. I mean, that's not even the, that's not even the managers. I mean, that is that is that's just you know plain stupidity from the front office. The you know the people that you know sit behind the desk and make the decisions. They should know the rules. They should know that.
0: Well, isn't it Tata Martino's call to choose who who goes to the the team?
3: Well, I get. I mean, I understand that, but you know, keep in mind that like, he's X's and O's, dude. He's he's not he's not reviewing contracts. He doesn't. I guarantee you, he's relying on somebody else to explain to him. You know, the the bylaws, the FIFA bylaws, the FMF bylaws, all that type of stuff. I mean, that, yeah. at, at that at that point, that that's like I'm saying, that's a front office
2: uh, problem. That's not a managerial problem. That's on Torrado or Ordiales, whoever was in charge
0: at that time. Yeah. Yeah, for those listening and are living under a rock or maybe the internet's down, uh, today FIFA fined Mexico for uh, fielding an uneligible player. The player was Alejandro Zendejas, who had already played for the, national, for the U.S. men's national team in the Under-17 World Cup. There are uh, opportunities for a one-time switch, but he did not f- fill out the paperwork. And Mexico used them in a few Partidos Moleros and uh, a few U23 matches. And FIFA has asked Mexico to forfeit all of those matches. So, guys, Guatemala has officially beaten us 3 0.
1: Well, you know, I might say it as a joke, but I think Mexico's positioning themselves at a, over in the last FIFA standings, they were. Um, some of those were
3: under 23 games, if I'm not mistaken, right? Some the of them were under play 23. Play the... no,
4: it's, but, not, it's not really oh, going to
3: affect the no, thing. Not the tonight.
4: senior. But
0: the the uh, right. friendlies was Ecuador and Guatemala from the senior side. Yeah,
4: that's so not, it's not
1: going yeah, that, to do much. Yeah, that that could affects a
4: little bit with the whole. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are you Just talking about the yeah, Coca-Cola
1: rankings?
3: But but here's here's the thing with that, you know. Well, oh yeah, but
1: I for, I forgot one thing. We'll wait around really quick. I forgot one thing. Mexico's already seeded. Yeah.
0: We're already we're no already in paso, the World no Cup. <laughs> no pasa
1: <laughs> nada. No pasa nada. No, no, it don't matter being seeded. I mean, being a tour, it matters to be a seeded team.
0: Oh, I see.
1: So, but they but, can't take that away because that's one of the hosts. What it it's,
0: it's is, yeah. what it will reflect on is on the Coca-Cola rankings and the IFHS, HSS, the one where you said the guy lives in a basement. The, those two. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, but like I say, I mean, for some reason, you know, like America had, I don't know, it, just, it seems like the front the front office, you know, the, in, in just in general, and just in general, you know, the front office people in, in, in the Federation and the League MX, have, like, have dropped the ball. Uh, I mean, America, you know, when Solari was there, they lost, you know, three points. Remember it with Atlas? I don't yeah.
1: remember that. Uh, right, uh, that's my... Uh, nice. You guys Miguel, never fought it.
3: What the fuck? Miguel Herrera also... I mean, Tigres and stuff like that. And then, ish, hell, it even happened to Real Madrid. Weren't they knocked out of, like, the Copa del Rey for... for it's just, for some reason, it, those are just brain farts that that, you know, the front office personnel, you know, you know, for some reason, they just tend to screw up from uh, from time to time.
1: Mm. Yeah, but why why didn't America fight that? Given uh, that Tigres, Tigres had a precedent of they actually fielded an unregistered player, and and the the league made them replay three games. So they actually went and played the games all over again. America didn't even field the guy. He was just sitting on the bench, and and just for like what the first half
3: no i get i get it i get it i just i just think that they wanted i think by by fighting it they were just going to prolong the, the 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 you know the controversy so i'm thinking i'm thinking that those guys just wanted to just you know what forget about it get it past you know forget about it and move on
0: and all all this over a player that wouldn't have made a a fucking difference like it's almost like the Chio situation with Ormenio. You know, we went all, all through all this trouble to break rules and all this stuff and traditions, just just for this trash guy. And like Zendeja's like he wasn't gonna be a, a make it or break it player in the national team. I don't even know why, like we even went after this kid. Let him go back to the United States. They could use him a lot more than we can. Yeah, I think he was uh, Beto who
3: basically. I mean, he made a good point not too long ago. I mean, in the history, you know, there hasn't been one Mexican American player that has been, you know, a standout. A
0: difference. Yeah. yeah. How many have we I had? Have... Who was the uh, the guy that played for Santos? Skinny guy? Uh, oh, what's his name? The oh, guy man. that. Uh... Castillo. Yeah, Castillo. I mean,
2: yeah. Yeah. The guy who got off the boat on, on the way to uh, Honduras or something, right? Yeah, he. First... Yeah, he forgot his,
3: uh, conveniently, he forgot his passport. Yeah. Remember that? And
2: oh,
4: yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, so, but I mean, that guy just had a poor work ethic. Uh, I mean, I remember the guy, I mean, I, I, I don't remember who who the coach was at the time, but he, I mean, he, he. I remember he said something about his, just, you know, when he would go to practice, he just wouldn't really do anything.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, Sounds like Gio Reyna. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: But no, like, but i just saying, you know, like, I mean, at least in the past ten, you know, ten years, you know, and I think this has this stems mostly from the, you know, the U.S. Spanish press trying to make a big deal about, you know, trying to fight for, you know, you know, for players and stuff like that, trying to make the, you know, make this more like a rivalry issue. But like I said, I mean, and, and since I've been watching, you know, since I've been watching soccer, not one, not one Mexican American player has really been consistent or a
0: standout. I'm trying to think of players like so you had Castillo, you had Gringo Torres. I don't know if you guys remember him play for Tigas for a little bit. Yeah, yeah he did yeah, he did. we also have uh,
2: Jonathan Gonzalez. I was just about to say Jonathan <laughs> Gonzalez. Uh mm-hmm. el conejito conejito brisuela.
0: Brizuela Brizuela didn't was he ever part of the US national team? I don't think he was. No, he grew up in Mexico though,
2: didn't he? My, uh, he was born in San Jose. He was born in, was in San Jose.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But he wasn't like ever like, it wasn't like one of those like, oh, which team is he going to pick? No, it was always Mexico. As far as like in recent history, obviously uh, Pepe. I think Pepe was like the big one. But at the end of the day, like none of these dudes have panned out and none of them would have made a difference either way. So
2: and and I don't think any of them have come back to bite us in the ass either, right? At the end of the day, when no. they picked the U.S., not not anything uh, of any importance. I, I don't think. No. No. there
3: was that guy. What's the name? Uh, he played for Necaxa. Uh, Necaxa. No, Daniel, Daniel, Demetrio, Hernandez.
1: Huh.
3: He played. He played for Necaxa. I remember he was.
2: Uh... I recall somebody from there. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So. That, that's
2: that, that, that's how that's how impactful it's been that we're, we're
0: struggling. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. I. I, can't, I don't know. I'll have to find it. But uh no. it not this, this doesn't really ring a bell. Either way, though, uh, we don't have a coach yet, guys. And uh, we obviously had a uh, Argentino, and he it didn't work out with Tata Martino. We have another one. That's uh, starting to pick up steam. Marcelo Biesla. Is it lazy journalism or is there a legitimate chance of him becoming the Mexican national team coach? And would you want him?
2: Go ahead, Ron. I'll let you start.
3: Honestly, no. It's going to be more the same, you know, with like the guy. I mean, we're talking about Marcelo Biesla back from the early 90s, yes. You know, and I guarantee. You, I mean, I understand he's got a hell of a curriculum and stuff like that, but it, 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 I just don't see Bielsa doing anything with the program. I mean, Bielsa's a type, the type of guy that's stuck in his ways. Uh huh. Um, and it's in a way, it's going to be like almost like that up two point oh.
0: Ouch! I. I I agree as far as him being stuck in his ways, but he is very meticulous and obsessive.
3: But the thing about it is this is not, this is not club. This is in club football. You only get the guys, you know, twice a month, once a month and stuff like that. I mean, at this point, like I said, you need somebody that, that knows the players, knows the league knows, uh, you know, stuff like that. I mean, honestly, I, I, I'd stay in house. I would either go with a guy, you know, somebody like, like a Jimmy Lozano. I mean, the guy at least won some silverware with the, with the under twenty three, you know La Volpe, uh, Miguel Herrera, um, because at the end of, I mean, right now the thing that we're
0: also most is, more of the same though. Ex- apart from Jimmy Lozano, isn't that more of the same? No, but the guys, I mean,
3: they they, they know the system. They know, you know, they know how, you know, what, what's 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 going on with the league the players and stuff like that. I don't uh, think it'll
0: take much for a player a, a coach like Marcelo Biesla to uh you know assimilate into the Mexican he, he he at one point he did scout and um I mean look at how he did at Leeds. He I don't think he knew the English league that well or the country that well, but he did a great job over there. He got them to the but Premier but League. But you're prepared
3: you're working every single day.
0: If anything, wouldn't you say that was even more difficult because it's week to week? and results. No. Yeah, no, it, it is because no, like, no, you don't, no, ha-
3: no, you
0: don't no, have time no, to no. scout. You don't, you're like, dude, next week we got, especially in the championship, you play
1: twice leads? a week. Uh, you're you're two, two different things behind me. As far Leeds? as players. Yeah.
3: Obviously, look, the expectations for leads was not champion, was not, was not, uh,
0: well, it was getting promoted. Way...
3: Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, we had to, we had to take in consideration that Bielsa had, you know, time to work with his team because it's club football but also lead lead fans they're not they're not expecting to win the premiership or they're not expecting to win what do you call it uh um you know, the champions
4: league
3: oh. now for that you know for any anybody that's going to take the team from mexico whether the expectations are right or wrong they're expecting
0: Quito you know
3: no, they're expecting silver. I mean, if
4: they're
3: going to go for gold cup. They're, they're expecting,
0: expecting a gold, gold cup. Come on. Yeah, they're they're expecting gold silver. Gold cups are guaranteed, a given, but
5: world oh, cup. No, no, not not, not now, not, not recently. It
3: still and, uh, it
0: still is the expectation, though.
5: You're making the final, semifinals, regardless who your coach is. Yeah. Yeah. But they no, they, I'm, definitely, I'm, they definitely no,
2: but, want I'm, silverware. So here, this is my my issue with 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 hiring uh, bielsa I, I think i think he could do some good right and helping maybe scout out some some gems a couple gems two three gems or something like that the issue is this is that mexico does want you know the, the federation the fans they want to win they want they want to be champions for for gold cup they want to do they want to get to quinto partido in the world cup this that and the other if you get bielsa you're talking long term right and trying to rebuild the youth system and trying to do a bunch of different things. It's not a, a win immediately type thing uh, w- with him. I think I think Mexico's uh, <clears throat> infrastructure is pretty jacked up right now with with uh, with football. And so, if you want to win now type thing, then that's not going to work. It, he'll never he fi- he'll finish maybe one year with, with the selection. I'm more inclined to go with with the with the local coach, with Nacho Cuadl or uh, or Jaime Lozano or or some Jaime Lozano at least has a grasp on, on some of the youth. So I don't know. Well, I agree
5: with everybody. Bielsa, bring him on. You look at my tweet history. I've been saying this in December, right when the World Cup ended. I've been saying we need Bielsa and his assistant it needs to be Rafa Marquez. Now the rumors are. Rafa Marquez, and Jimmy Lozano. I guess La Selección follows me on Twitter. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I've been saying this. I agree with Super Elbow. You bring in Biesa, the con is you're not going to win championships. Uh, that's where Rafa Marquez, Jimmy Lozano step in as an emergency crisis if they get rid of him a year or two years from now or they get rid of him before the World Cup. But what El Loco will give you, and this is why they call him El Loco, he's obsessed with the game. Don't tell me, oh, if it was the 90s, I'd probably take him. Like Jaime said, look what he did at Leeds. He, like, completely changed Leeds. Everybody fell in love with him from the players, the directors, the fans. They loved the guy over there. Even though when he got him promoted, they didn't have the best season, they're still obsessed with him because he changed the whole culture of the club. Yes, I will come in, reorganize the whole structure for you. He wants all the national team. Uh, everything in control. He will reorganize everything for you. Sure, he won't win you championships now, but he will give you long-term success if you take what he's planning and you reap it. Remember when I wanted to go to Chivas? What was the problem? That he had a serious ass project and Bergara was like, eh, I don't know about all this.
1: No. That's not true. It was,
0: wanted Sorry. Biesla, yeah, oh, sorry, man. Yeah.
1: You, you... <laughs> You, yeah, you're thanks. going off of you're going off of Jorge Ramos's thing, and this is a second-hand account. I'm going off of Dr. Ortega, who was actually at the meeting, and if you you could listen to him at uh, the Medrano podcast. He's on the podcast, and he and he talks about the meeting because Jorge Ramos thing went viral, and he, he never really mentioned the source, but it's pretty much second, third-hand account of of why Vielsa turned down. But he wasn't gonna fly to Max and have a meeting with him to turn him down. He 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 met with they they did meet, and they just ended up not. Yes, uh, I said
0: I only want to see you when I when you hire me and when you fire me.
1: Yep, that was it.
0: That was what he <laughs> yeah. said.
4: Exactly. That's what, he and that's
5: what I'm talking about. That he gets I, I don't, he I don't, will I don't, organize <clears throat> everything for you. That's what it means. That's what it means. Let me run this club. Let me organize everything. I don't want to see you. But there's a the that's point. somebody he, you he, he, want he, he, a selection. You don't want he, he, to be doing he. commercials and worry about their image like Piojo Herrera
1: But, but see, them. some of that is, is the media throwing shit because but, but, I don't remember he, Herrera Piojo doing commercials for selections, a lot of them he did was for his own personal thing. And then the one that got him fired because he was doing now political stuff, Green Party or whatever. And but, that but wasn't he's... through FMF. That was through his own agent or whatever. I think
0: Ron wants to say
3: something. Yes. Here's the thing, though. And, and Hugo Sanchez has said this before, that his biggest mistake – was taken on also the, uh, the the youth the under twenty three. He said he should have just spent to the, the the national team, which which it's 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 a valid point, but also going back to 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 uh, local. I don't think that there's any 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 coach at least you know like, you know I understand that Bielsa he's he's you know he's he's basically almost like OCD when it comes to tactics. But not not but he but but I, I I would argue that La Volpe is worse than that. La Volpe he's a fanatic when it comes to tactics and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think you get the best of both worlds when if you go with like La Volpe because he knows he, he's obviously he knows the you know the league, the Federation, all stuff like that. But in terms of in tactics, I mean I would and, and the guys know this. I do not like La Volpe the first time around it wasn't after he was gone and and then seeing the the screw ups that the federation has done the national team has done it since then that i started to appreciate what he was doing and and it's it's one of those things where it's like you know what shit man we should have just we should have stuck with la volpe after 90 after after 06 and let him go all the way to 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 uh to 2010 because at that point there was a transition of generation players because Basically, your Osvaldo Sanchez, your Borghettis and stuff like that. Those guys were basically, you know, you know, on their on their last, you know, last last life. And then you had that new generation of of Vella, Giovanni, uh, you know, Moreno and stuff like that. So, I, I mean, honestly, like I said, i I would rather have someone. I would rather have either Mo, either Lozano or La Volte, one of those two guys.
5: Well, you're not bringing Biesa for tactics. You're bringing Biesa to reorganize the whole structure for you. Yeah, but but you can bring could bring Guardiola to selection and have a tactical get, genius, but well, that's that gonna change the whole structure of the he's
1: gonna get resistance
3: quick. from the club owners. I I promise you that.
1: Quick quick pastor, if and I and I actually agree with most of what you say, um, but but this is the point. If you're just bringing them to restructure, then why have him as coach? You could just pay him. To come and restructure your whole system you Say, need, hey, which is not a bad you, idea can you can you and, whole, and i and i said this yeah in one of the chats i said they should just pay him come in study he loves doing that shit uh and then just let him be like, like a
0: like, director or some shit
5: oh, 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 oh.
0: yeah how did, they how, do they treat
5: how did they treat grifa he wants yeah, the the to top to bottom he wants to control the product from it when it hits the line to so when it comes out
4: of the line. Well, you, you know, you, I mean.
2: you know how I think it's lazy journalism that that we're going it through is. right there is because yeah, yeah. the because when they're reporting that they would add Losano or or uh, Marcus to a staff, this is where I call BS because there's no way in hell that Biensa would allow the owners yep. or anybody else to impose yeah. somebody on yes. them. he's going to work with they're- these people. Not only that, it's possible that Marquez
1: is eighty sixth from Liga MX.
4: What do Remember you say? He
1: that? he did the he did the um, the union thing the players right, union yeah, thing. Union. He did the union thing. What happened next? Or like he takes over and gives him a swift kick to the ass. <laughs> this dude, this dude just leaves a whole league, goes to Spain. He's been there hiding ever since, he, you know, and there's a chance they might've been like, and then what the players union do, they didn't do shit. You had, uh, who was it? Veracruz or Juarez hadn't been paid for months? Or it was the players union? Yeah, exactly. So Marcus kind of shot himself right there. I don't know exactly how all that works, but I don't think he's in the best standings of a lot of the, the owners that you have to ultimately get their vote.
2: He he likely he likely is maybe semi bend but if he becomes he a successful coach, up. if he becomes a successful coach, watch how quickly they change that up. But I think it comes that really to to, to Biensa working with the people he wants to work with. Yeah, it's but not- I wouldn't
5: consider like imposed. It's like, hey Bienza, I think both sides agree that you don't plan on being here ten, fifteen, twenty years. So we were actually like a, someone <clears throat> to learn from you. So to take, because you don't want to put in all this work, you leave and somebody comes and cleans the slate and starts over. So someone to take over this project when you decide that you want to step away. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and I don't. If anything, I think it's like a compliment. We want to continue what you build.
1: Well, yeah, but see, this is what happens with FMF. It's that they change the people in charge of like the the selecciones so like at one point you had pelayas another point you had nestor do you have the, um uh gerardo torrado now we have uh i don't know i forget that it's name i know yes, no, I forget. no 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 the other guy that um i think he was uh jesus what's his name ron help me sabe. <laughs> uh, He's like the GM, like the, the he had the word. Ordeales, oh, or Jaime Ordeales, there you go, thank you. Uh, so you kind of have some of those dudes that come in and they kind of wipe the slate clean. Uh, or, or even if John DeLuisa leaves, next guy comes in, they bring in their whole people and they 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 reset the whole system. It's like the matrix when, when you get to the architect and he said, we. we this has happened six times. That's kind of like selección. They just keep keep starting from scratch. That's where, to me, is my big negative. Not negative, but like the whole thing is like, well, why bring someone like Bielsa if once he leaves, even if you have a Marcus or whatever, once he leaves, it's all done, right? You you're gonna have to have people higher than a, a coach or an assistant coach. Even uh, GM higher than that to make sure that they stay within within um, the plan, you know, the blueprint that they maintain it and then they keep doing it because I I I do think like Pastor says he could restructure it and, and do a really good job and that in the long run it could get good results uh, and I do think Selección could could benefit from something like that.
0: We have uh, Sergio, I don't, I don't, real, real quick Sergio Cruz on the YouTube chat says uh, Bielsa wouldn't come to Ma- wouldn't come back to Mexico, not winning anything with Jimmy Lozano or Rafa either, and he also says that I trust Jolie.
1: Uh, thank you. I do think he would come back because he he actually flew into Mex to interview for the Chivas job, so he actually did interview, and we have first-hand account again. Uh, Rafa Ortega, Dr. Ortega, what? who was it was the like time, what, over ten years ago. Yeah, but they were saying that he wouldn't have since. You know, like like, it's kind of been made like he's super negative. Uh, because of what happened, also. I remember
0: he was at, um, at Marseille, and he actually addressed there, it in the part. in the press conference. That he was being rum- it was rumors. He was being rumored with Mexico, and he straight up said in the Marseille press conference, "Like yo, that's all a crock of shit." <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, yeah one, and one of
3: the things though is that look, John de Luisa, I mean, and and the reason he he didn't get fired, the reason he didn't get fired after this, you know, the shit show that that's been been going on, is because really the only thing that's keeping him on board. Is that he is a he right now he's a FIFA, FIFA vice president. He's a he's um they, they restructured they restructured the uh the, the FIFA restructured the uh the executive board the board and stuff like that. So you got the like you had the FIFA president and then you know like and then they have like these FIFA you know VP execs and stuff like that.
1: So but didn't John also help, help with the whole Mexico? Third host thing that was
3: that was Televisa. Did John Luisa is there because of Televisa? So 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 <laughs> basically, what I'm saying is that right now, right now, the only reason he still has a job is because he has he you know he, they they basically positioned him into a FIFA into a FIFA executive position. So I mean, if if Mexico if 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 Mexico doesn't do have a good showing between you know basically at the World Cup. He's gone, you know, and I honestly, the only thing that's basically saving John Delucer now, between now and the World Cup, is the fact that we that Mexico doesn't have any really, you
0: know,
3: yeah, really, they, you know, they're going to make a shitload of money in the World Cup.
0: Wouldn't that be even more of a reason to give a play a coach like Besla the 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 the, the droll because Mexico is not going to be having to worry about World Cup qualifiers. They have basically a whole like crash dummy no, test run no, you know no,
3: no no but the press the press they're,
0: they're, they're, they 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 want what pressure do we have to but, win a copa de oro but we don't have any official all, tournaments outside no, of that, and that and
3: i know and that's, and that's why and that's why they're saying any game right now any game that mexico plays is just friendlies and they're basically going to they're, they're going to diminish the win anyhow whether it's your, it's it's one of those situations where you know damn if you do damn if you don't because right now Mexico doesn't have, you know, we don't know, we don't know about the Copa America. So it's like the whoever, the ever, whatever coach that you know that gets picked between now and the World Cup, it's it's like basically it's just all you know. It's like they're not going to have any quizzes, and they're just going to have to wait for the final. Any quizzes? I,
1: I do it's, think there will be a Copa America Centenario, not not Centenario, but like a, like Copa America Centenario. Probably hosted in the U.S. again. And I, I could see that happening.
0: Let's make it happen, Captain. We also had uh, Sergio wish you a happy birthday.
1: Thank you, Sergio.
5: <laughs> yeah, there will be a Copa America. I mean, Tyler Adams confirmed that it. It'd be pretty crazy if the U.S. goes and Mexico doesn't. So the U.S. Well, is
1: pretty here.
5: I mean, Mexico's going, too.
1: Yeah, and in Canada.
5: Maybe. But it's but it's pathetic that you have
3: their executives talking about it, and we don't have one Mexican federation. You know, one one executive from the federation basically acknowledging. We don't yes, even we're
0: have a coach play. right now, bro. Our shit's all fucked. Yeah. And, uh, all right, so those that, like, don't want Biesla, like, I get it. He's old and whatever. He's not a – he doesn't have He's a, so old. He's old and, and he's he, he's more of the same and he doesn't have any titles to – you know, like, I understand, like, the, the he arguments. Has titles, just, he has
2: titles. He has titles. They're just, old too. They're, yeah, they're, they're so old. <laughs> it,
4: it's, but it's here's not the not problem. It's
2: more of the same, Jaime. It's more of the – the what his project is is not what the Federation is looking for or what the, the fans are looking for. They want immediate results, right? Wait, and, and, uh, wait and This wait, is what Ricola, I was going to bring up. I do
1: think the federation is looking for it. I, I do think they are looking. F- the whole restructuring thing, like Pastor said, to have someone and and build a structure for them. And it's kind of sad that again we we look we look abroad well, you know, because because Nestor had done that. Th- think when, about when think they, about when the, the, uh... the whole
0: the events right we're not we're out of the the olympics we're out of the we got eliminated in the first yeah, round of, because the World Cup. of that it's like a, co- a culmination of all these things that went wrong all the way from the youth levels to the senior level and yes. it, it does make sense to bring in a dude that's going to be like all right let me run this bitch yes let me and scout yes, these when, players when, when, let me let me throw in the old guard out and we're just gonna fucking start from scratch well, you
1: know? when when estor came in he set up a whole program and remember, he got kicked out and Marquez was, uh, ironically, now we're bringing it back, Marquez was one of the dudes that got him kicked out. He, When they write this letter and they, Federacion does a bad face and they told Nestor he had to apologize or make a statement. And he was like, nah, fuck you guys, I'm out. But he, when he had been working in the restructuring, that's when Max was doing really good at the youth levels and Olympics and everything. Um, and it's it's kind of sad to see that all of that got erased as soon as he left, because that was a good. He had restructured that and left a really good program, and you could see some of this. Um, they talked. Ab- um, Kepo talks about this in the uh, Los Maestros. Um, what was it on? What was going to say? Yeah, Los Maestros. Los Maestros la that, yeah. Yes, there was some two dna and you could see it. And they talk about how they won two long tournament, they want to win Olympics, how they had set up all the how they had all the coaching. He's he's talking about all about that. And I had done an article way back when, um, when Nestor had first talked about this when he when he became uh when he took the position and he was talking and a lot of it was like stuff I felt that he he lifted from Hans, which came from the Dutch, from like um you know, how they how they do their stuff uh like in Ajax and whatnot, where how they have all the teams playing the exact same way so that it's easy to like if a player moves from the under seventeen to under twenty, it's it's he's playing the same way he was playing that when you put him in the first team, he doesn't have to adapt, like adapt to what he's been playing. They all been playing the exact same. Um and I thought that's something that they were working on and I thought it was it was being brilliant and it just got, like, swept away. The success didn't matter. It was like whoever came in was like, uh, I could do better, I guess. So those uh, – all right. So I think you guys are being – look,
3: whichever coach, gets, whichever coach gets selected, I think there's one thing that you guys are not uh, – maybe not taking into consideration is the shit show that's going to be with the front uh, – with, with the owners – you know, of sabotaging. You know, sabot trying to sabotage. Um, you know, like the, the, right now, there's the there's the fact there's you know there's the factions right now, with you know the, the old school and the new in and, and the new guard. You know, like the Grupo Pachuca trying to take over. You know, Televisa. You know, and they're and they're and, and they're trying to you know maintain uh, you know power. I mean, just look just look at how fucking chaotic. The, the league is when, when it comes to the, like their streaming and, 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 and viewership and like it's 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 a, it's a madhouse,
5: it really is. You keep make so, points for Vielsa. No, no, I don't Someone think like
3: because you. Dude, they, if they if they if they kicked out Menotti, you don't think they'll kick out Vielsa? Uh, uh, uh,
2: Was that thinking twice?
3: You know. I mean, those we're basically living in in the in the in the. I mean, we had the TV wars in the '90s, okay. Hmm. Eventually, eventually, you know, uh, Salinas and, and, and Azcarraga, they basically, you know, they 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 came to an agreement. They came to terms, okay. That hasn't happened. And now, and now, it's not the TV wars. Now it's the streaming wars. So you basically have a couple. You actually, in reality, you have three factions. But back then, you had two. And that and those problems carried on to the national team. I mean that that's when that Adla- you know, Wait, athlete is it
1: four? It might be four it might be four factions. All right, but we're no, so but no.
5: pessimistic then what's the point of choosing a coach? Because according to you guys, Bielsa, they'll get rid of him if he stands up to him, and Jimmy Lozano, he's not gonna have the balls to stand up to him and he'll just bend over and sit Well and no, no no B- no
2: Bielsa will walk away if he's not. So I mean, what do you guys
5: want? You guys you want somebody who's gonna bend over and just not that put the sporting first. He's gonna do what the directivos want, or you don't want somebody's gonna try to stand up to him, even if it means them getting fired. Because it seems either way, you're being pessimistic about the situation. So what's the hey, point I'm not being pessimistic. I'm being. I'm not being pessimistic. I'm just being realistic. Okay. Well, you're being realistic. So what's the point of even getting the coach then? Because neither one from either side seems to please you. Because you will always put it the blame on the directivos, which I agree. They're not the they don't make the wisest decisions, but you got to start somewhere. I'd rather start I, I with somebody t- like Bielsa, who even Guardiola himself said he could have won more with Barcelona dynasty than I did, but I could have never transformed Leeds the way he did. He's the greatest coach in the world. And that's the key word, transform. The way he took a low club and transformed. That's what we're talking about, the structure. Well it remains Bienza to be seen, To win your <laughs> Copa America to win your Gold Cup to win your a Quito Partido. We're not even talking about Vienna making it to the 2026 World Cup.
1: Well, I mean there remains to be seen about how it because it's like it could just be for a short for a short period of time, not exactly I don't, I don't. you you, you a sudden. all oh, of a if sudden you
5: come in and put a base that's gonna last 20 years. That's nowhere. There's no selection does that. Except maybe for Holland when they had their thing in back in the 80s or whatever, and that style lasted. And then Barcelona, and I mean Spain with a tiki taka from 2010 up till now. Brazil that tries to do the Joga bonito throughout its history, but majority of the selecciones they're always switching styles. They're always because they can't find their identity, and that's what separates the top from the ones that are not the top. So they're I know, but it up.
1: but usually like the whole kind of like. At least when you say transform, and I see it, and it, uh, to me it, it kind of means it would take Max to the next level. I don't, I don't see it so much that way. You know, it's sort of like he helped improve Chile, right? And they, they did that whole. They went through a pretty good run, but then they didn't even make it to the next twenty twenty two. They weren't even there, so it's, it's sort of like that. Like if he did come in and did that. Where it, it would like benefit for like what 10 years, maybe? Do you know what I mean?
5: What else do you want for as a Mexico fan? What do you want?
1: Well, no, as Mexico fans, we want silverware, we want to win the world cup. I mean, you can have no, God Himself
0: me. manage this, co- this country, it's not gonna <laughs> happen, dog.
5: No, I, I mean, 10 yeah. good years of winning gold cups, beating uh, the U. US qualifying the tournaments, having good youth team, exploring players of Europe, making a quinto partido. I mean, but
2: exploring, exploring I think you, you, so you get off of better. the,
1: I, I think you guys bought into the whole media thing with the exporting because that la volpe, because the selection look good, la volpe, and send all these players, and a lot of it is like, bullshit. Uh, is. you know what I mean. They, they, he, they just somehow gave him all the credit and fans always believe all this, that like, oh, you look at Selección, you, you go to Europe. Sort of like, not really, you know? It's um, kind of like when he said Pasamos Caminando and the media jumped on that and they used to criticize, even though if you take a look at the history of Mexico in, in the region, they don't really, they've had a long history of struggling to qualify. So we hear these things and they sort of enter our conscience and now we think it's, that's how it is. Do you know what I mean? For, for me, the transforming is more, more for like, like the Federación being more professional. I, I agree with what Ron is saying, but I think Ron is, Ron is like, he, he's his timing is off. I, I think uh, he's not using the strings. Ron, I do think the streaming wars, they will commence after the World Cup. No. Televisa, Televisa already has a lockdown. They have the contract. No one's fucking with it. But it ends after the World Cup. That's when the shit's going to hit the fan. But I think whoever they pick is, is just like Tata. No, They weren't able to move him. Tata didn't go anywhere. Same when they had Mosorio. Um, you know, and, and dude didn't go anywhere and there was all this pressure. So I do think whoever they bring, Televisa lays down the law, dude, that's not going anywhere. So I do think whoever they bring is gonna do the whole process. But I do think after, that's when we're gonna see the whole thing, everyone like buying for power, trying to like take over the selection contract. And yeah, you have Televisa, Te Claro, which is um Slim, he owns a Claro Claro TV, is it? Yep. Uh, and you and Fox. And you have Fox as or Pachuca, Monterrey, and a couple other teams are like in league. ESPN that's the Fortes has a couple a
2: team or two, no? Oh, I didn't know they were they were in there too. The, the ESPN, uh, They televised the Chivas game. No, no, but but I mean it,
3: it, like, it, 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 if, his, if, his, if history repeats itself, if history repeats itself, Mexico does not make the does not make the World Cup following uh, after the, uh, after, the uh, uh, after the time they hosted. And and, and and why? And why? Because of poor uh, because of the problems at the, at the front office. When when, when like in seventy in seventy when Canedo was the, the FFM president. After after he you know he brought he brought the World Cup, you know, to to, to Mexico in nineteen seventy, you basically had just I mean he was basically Caesar. Everybody was stabbing him in the back. And basically they got him out of there. Just because yeah, you know,
2: run of- when when yes. when when you say uh the front office, you're talking about like uh Televisa Pachuca and right? We're, we're talking we're talking all about the club, we're talk,
4: well, we're,
3: we're, we're in the club owners, but now you have more players uh than you did back in 86 and, and and uh and 70. so you have i mean and you saw the fight i mean you've seen the fights between the front office you know between the 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 owners the club owners mm-hmm. i mean i mean we've already seen twice where basically televisa you know when when grupo pachuca thing starts to starts to get cute what happens uh they 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 televisa throws these uh, stories well not they're and they're true. but I mean, they're true, but they're just holding on to those onto those uh you know those investigations where like when Televisa basically threw uh Pachuca uh, under the bus about the, the dirty or the deals that uh Pachuca was doing with the state with the governor of, of Hidalgo. You guys remember that? Yep. Yeah. And then and then and then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, you know, you know, they, they basically get back in line, Pachuca gets back in line. That goes away, and Televisa gets, and Televisa basically gets the, uh, you know, the 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 TV rights, uh, you know, back back to how they wanted it. So I mean, Televisa, you know, the, that 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 faction has already pulled that uh, that those stunts twice on Grupo Pachuca. Now Grupo Pachuca, so you're going to have Grupo Pachuca, you're going to have Grupo Orlegi, you're going to have Grupo Televisa, and then the the Monterrey club, the Monterrey guys, they're not going to just stand, you know, they 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 say they see themselves now as the big dogs. You know,
1: well, yeah, Mon- Monterrey Rayados, they're they're in line with Grupo Pachuca. They're with the. But, they're the ones with doing the fox deal with the fox. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, because
3: remember back, you know, just a couple of years back, you basically had out of the eighteen teams, out of the eighteen teams, you had you had all but one either with Televisa, Televisa or, or Azteca. Uh, I think the other one was uh, with Multivision. I think that was Atlante, if I'm not mistaken. All right. So basically, Televisa and TV Azteca, they had, a, they had an agreement, you know, that's saying that, you know, hey, one year, you're the team that comes up, you get the rights, you know, every, you know, you, you get the rights to them.
1: Uh, Wasn't Tomas Canal 11 public access uh, or something like that? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, wrong, so, so, but I so think the, I remember that. So,
3: so yeah, I mean, there was, there, it was, but, but then it got to a point where when you, you had those TV wars of the 90s, it basically shaped, foot, you know, it basically shaped the way you know soccer was run in Mexico for at least fifteen or so, you know, odd years. But then, but then, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Pachuca was the first one to break away when they didn't want when they didn't want to go with you know with with, with either or, and then and then Chivas got cute, and then they started to do their little you know five what is it fifty six k modem, uh, uh, what is it Ch- Ch- Chiva, Chivas that GSTV. and then now, now it's just now it's just chaos, and those and those problems, believe it or not, does affect how the league and the feder and and the, and the national team, because 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 you know uh, the, the 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 owners are fighting for this type of you know the power because well, okay. they want.
1: The- I I think Pachuca knew that ultimately everything was going to streaming, and I yeah. think they felt that they could. They, they were, were ahead of the game, themselves. you know. And, they just and, executed. Yeah, they it have been. They they did uh, big big credit to to because they figured out how the league works and all that. And with with that small club, you know nope. their success nope. and even their success with Leon has been massive. And Grupo Legi has been able to you and know they, do, do the they, same.
3: And they brought in and they brought in the, what's the name? Carlos for like you know for a couple of years, knowing that they were a direct competitor knowing they were a, dec- a direct competitor for Televisa in, in the in the in the in the mobile and streaming you know uh, services and stuff like that so like i said man it's just like that's that's why right now it's it, it's it's a mess and just not just the national team but just the entire system is is is, is there's no there's no there's like there's no not, none of the owners are basically pulling pulling towards the same goal
1: but and but that, you know you can... th- there's a big difference though, when from TV Wars when Menotti was there, and and the part that has to be mentioned was Emilio Maurer. Yeah. And and I forget the guy who's the he was a president of Atlas. Um, De la re- no, it was some other guy back 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 when uh, Maurer the was there.
3: People. Okay, okay.
1: And but they no, but 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 who they here? they take they took he, they basically, when they take over the Federación, he goes and gives the contract to Teva Azteca, the national yeah. team contract, and yeah, he and just poked a bear because America came, well, not America, Televisa came back. Mauder ended up in jail. Uh, yeah, um, and they moved, and remember,
3: they moved the games from 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 the, from the from Azteca, yeah. from national stadium to uh, Ciudad de los Deportes, you know?
1: Yeah, so, so I mean, but uh, I don't see nothing like that happening now, like at least not now, because Televisa does have that that national team contract, like set in stone, at least until 2026. After that's when it's gonna get negotiated, and that's when I do feel that a, a lot of the stuff you're saying is gonna it's gonna not happen. Back, couple, couple a big back. big possibility that it will happen. Couple weeks back, Fassi Fassi,
3: uh, what was it, Andres Fassi? Uh, well, I was giving an interview talking about you know, uh, um, shit, what, he what was he was talking about how some of the federation you know some of the the club the club president you know the, the the club presidents and stuff like that that they don't know what they're doing uh, you know they were talking about the type of money that was being offered for you know the TV rights but you know they didn't accept it and stuff like that right you remember that. Why would Fosse be doing that now when he has nothing to do with Mexican football anymore? Because I guarantee you, he's still—I guarantee you—he's still doing, uh, doing you know, Pachuca's bidding. I, I guarantee you that.
1: Yeah, there was, and there was talk that he wanted to like get back in, take a control. Yeah, take a controlling share of Chivas.
4: So
0: So. Um, just, what a what a wild. Uh, you had drive a whole wing down, but if it's not BS, lie, <laughs> who would you want? No, and that's the problem. You, you look at the, you're, the, the you're, you're, you're seeing,
3: no, it's just, it's just we, Jaime, I mean, you have to talk about this because there's a reason why the national team hasn't been able to pick a coach. Because why? Because the club owners ultimately are the ones that are voting. And technically, you're supposed you know, you have 18 teams. So technically, you have 18 votes, but really, you don't have 18 independent votes. You have, some of the teams have uh, multiple votes uh, was it uh, Grupo yeah, group of grupo And grupo Pachuca so yeah. i mean that's, that's that's one of the reasons why we still don't have a coach is because because you have you know you have the clubs right now bickering and fighting who's going to be the coach and obviously and why are they why are they doing that because i guarantee you they're not they're not voting. Uh, they're not voting for the coach based on 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 what he can do for the team. Mm. They're basically voting. Like remember remember when they they brought in Sven Gorick Erickson? Yeah. Remember one of the criticisms, not only just of of the ESPN crews, but even the Fox News uh, Fox Deportes crews. They were they were talking about how how basically Sven Gorick Erickson that that basically the uh, the the, the grupo, grupo you know grupo what's his name Salinas, which is TV Azteca and Grupo Televisa. They basically had. You know, direct access to, to them, and leaving and leaving all the others out. So, I mean, I, I guarantee you that's one of the that's one of the considerations that in picking the coach, they're going to pick. They're going to try to go to see which coach is going to favor. You know, um,
1: you, you know, know the which clubs ones. like you could bring players from their clubs. That's not what the coach can do for the national team, but yeah. what the national team can do for their club.
3: I don't think – I mean, I don't think that they impose players on the on the national team coach. Uh, and the, I used to think that in, until Ojitos Mesa – I, I
1: uh, do I, think I, they do. I, I,
3: don't, I, don't, I, I don't think so. And, and, I, and this is why I, I say that. because I used to think that as well because you always heard about it, you know, you know, in the Mexican press. But, you know, but the thing about it is when then you had Ojitos Mesa and you're wondering, hold on, David Rangel, Omar Blanco – uh, what's his name? Uh, the Reese. What's his name? Victor Victor Reese and stuff like that. Those guys aren't really national team material, but yet, you know, uh, he, you know, Ojitos Mesa basically brought in his guys, and and he, you know, he basically, you know, died by the sword, and he stuck with his guys, and that's and that's when I kind of realized, I'm like, hold on, maybe maybe that you know the coach, you know, does have say, uh and, as to who he gets picked, you know.
1: Well, I don't think they could force you, but then they will, because if you you're one of the club owners and you wouldn't want a representation of your club. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, it's it's, it's massive. It, it improves the player value and all of that. brings It's it's a promotion for your team. If you're at the World Cup, it's not just Blanco, but it's America striker Blanco. You know, it's it's. I, I mean I don't
3: I don't doubt that for example like let's say let's say Javier Aguirre, okay, who came up through Pachuca, the Pachuca people basically paid for his uh quote unquote, you know, education when they you know when they had him in, in Europe and stuff like that. So I mean I, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you know you know if like you know that sort of like ownership, you know, would say, Hey Javier, I want you to maybe can you look at this guy for me, you know, blah, 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 blah. But but like making a recommendation but I, I i don't think i don't think that they actually put the players on and and enforce the, the actual squad you know
1: no yeah i agree with that but i do feel they might put some pressure of of like you know like hey can you call one of my dudes
3: so moving on from Bielsa, moving on from Lozano, moving on from Biojo. who are the other uh, candidates that have been, you know, making the rounds?
0: That's the thing. Like, I don't, I haven't heard any name that's been shocking. Uh, Ron, you mentioned like in the chat how uh, it should be someone from Liga Mecchi that's had success, and to me, those are two coaches: David, Co- uh, not Diego, Diego Coca and uh, Almada. So, I mean, those are the two that have had success in Liga Mequis. obviously won back to back titles with with Atlas and then but Chca is doing a great it, job over there. so every,
2: every once in a while you hear turco turco's name get dropped too, so he's on he's, that, that's true. But, like I said, I mean, I, I said this that in the past, basically since since uh,
3: since even 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 the um, basically since two thousand two thousand three which was la volpe it seems like the federation treated 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 you know the selection of the of the, of the coach almost like a, as in reality tv where before that usually the 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 team you know, the coach was the you know the the, the, the at least the, the front runner was usually the the coach in the league that was playing well and that was winning titles like you know, Bora, you know, you know Bora got it, you know uh, Mejia Barron, La Puente. And then you also had El, El, El Guero uh, Cardenas. You had it, it Nacho Treyes and stuff like that. So it used to be where it's like it was a no-brainer. The guy, the coach that was doing well in league, consistently, you know, lifting trophies and blah blah blah. Okay, that was that was the guy that you know. It's like that was you know basically at in the, the front of the pack. But now. And like I said, personally, I, I don't like the way they're doing it. But the way they've done it in the past, you know, twenty years now, where they basically leave, they leave a a, a long you know period of time, and they treat it almost as a, as in reality
5: TV. But you already explained why that happens because twenty I, I, years I, I, ago it, you had one is. or two groups making decisions, and now yeah. you have four or five different groups making decisions. So that's why it's not just a. As simple as yeah, let's take the guy hot. There's so many different perspectives, so many different interests. That's why it's become a circus. Yeah, it is,
3: and I personally, personally, I don't like it. I liked
5: it. The, I liked it the
3: way it was before, you know, because it, it just it just made sense. Um,
5: and but it is what it is. Hey, yeah, you know, make it great again with America has the biggest influence on the decisions. I'm sure America fans agree.
4: Um, I I mean
3: honestly, I, you know, obviously because I mean you know being a, a medical fan and stuff like that, but per, I mean personally, I'd rather see the league. I, I I've always said that that the Mexican Mexican league should resemble should try to emulate the English league in, in the sense that the league and the federation are too complete are too completely in a, in a you know bodies autonomous where one does not influence the other. And, uh, now granted, you know, they tried, they, they, did, they, they, they're trying to do that. And really the only way that they've, they've done it is by basically the net, you know, the FMF is basically a nonprofit organization. They're an association, association TV and Liga MX is basically a corporation, which really it doesn't, I mean, yes, legally it's, it's legally, you know, in terms of the, the, the legal structure, it's different. But
0: it's still the same people
3: running both uh both uh organizations,
0: you know. Speaking about America fans, we have another one in the building. Ricardo, how are we doing? How's your uh evening going?
6: Buenas noches, how's it going?
0: We're doing good, man. So far we've made it almost an hour into the podcast without talking about America. <laughs> And they're um, ab- talk about Televisa though, so. and their abysmal start to the season
6: I- I'm surprised you guys paid so much attention to that bielsa those bielsa rumors I thought you guys were going to talk about uh that new beautiful white jersey America came out with man <laughs> but but if you if you guys will just for a little bit I'd like to give my take on the on the bielsa also
0: yeah let's hear it
6: uh, well, I think he's, uh, I would, first of all, I don't think they're going to hire him, but if they do hire him, like, uh, you guys made some great points. Like, it, it, it sounds <laughs> like, uh, with all these cheese, may sound like one of those shows, like Despierta America,
4: <laughs>
6: or <laughs> El, Pro- El Programa de la Señorita Laura, and stuff like that, but... This this guy's a loser. He every everyone. <laughs> That's
4: loses. how you start your cup.
0: All right, keep going, keep going.
6: I mean, l- let's not forget this guy <laughs> had, in my opinion, like Argentina just won the World Cup, but that 2002 team that he had, in my opinion, has been like the best Argentina team since I don't know since since I've seen <laughs> since I've been alive. and. They have great they had great players like Crespo, Batistuta, Riquelme, Riquelme Magai Piojo, and also Zanetti. Zanetti, and let's not forget he also had uh the Chivas version of Moses and Almeida on the team too. Great you know, the point. great point. Remember
3: that team,
6: that Argentina team, caminando in the qualifiers. And, and he always, anytime they they talk about Bielsa in Argentina, that's that's what they always criticize him for. He had, let's say, two of the greatest strikers, like, in the last 20 years, maybe 20, 30 years, and he didn't know how to play with them.
1: Yeah, he didn't.
4: Wait, is, wait, it, is,
1: right? it, is it they didn't know how to
0: play with him, or he didn't know how to play with them? They didn't know how to... Fit into his structure, or he just didn't know I'm, how to use I'm
1: him. I'm a big, I'm a big Bielsa fan, and I going to say he didn't know how to use him. Because that's your job, as a coach, figure I, that shit
5: yeah, out. But at the same time, that was addressed. Like one of the things I already said, you're not gonna win anything with Bielsa. You're bringing him in for that structure, that reorganization. Any team, hmm. if, if if club level, same thing. If you hire Bielsa at club level, that's why I was saying Marquez or somebody else is the assistant. The following guy is the one that reaps the rewards. That's the plan.
1: I don't know if I want Marquez. uh, Whoever it is. You guys guys give him too much of a saying. Your
5: ideal guy, whoever it is, Marquez, Jimmy Lozano, Nacho Ambris, whatever you want, whether they're assistant or they're not assistant. But the guy that replaces Bielsa, he's the one that reaps the rewards.
4: Hey, Alpaso, you've been real loud, man.
1: Yeah, I'm... Comió gallo. But Marquez couldn't do shit at Atlas. And now, now I'm supposed to expect him to do better with the national team.
6: No, but I don't know. But well, but even let's let's say they do hire him. I, I, like the way Mexico's going. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he's like the two year booty call that that Mexico uses. Cause let's like you guys said, this guy everywhere he goes, he fights with the media or he doesn't like something that's going on and he just packs up his crap and he leaves, right? But one, one, guy, one guy we definitely have to eliminate from the conversation for the coach is El Primi. the Honduras guy? Oh, I see, yeah. I, I seen a post. He said that uh, he'd never coach for Mexico or a Mexican team because it's too slow for him. Yeah. The style's all wrong for him.
1: I don't think he would ever be a candidate, though.
6: Now,
3: Jolie, hey, hey, Jolie. Yes. Weren't, yes you, sir. W- weren't you proposing La Reymus?
1: No, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that was one um, <laughs> actually.
3: Never, I mean, because you were, I think, if, if I'm not mistaken, you were, like, you were posting that, you know, she already has her, like, FMF, you know, Mexican Federation. You know,
1: you know. me. You're confusing yeah. me, that's Juan. Uh, coach,
6: coaching certificate, you
4: know?
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey, my my guy Alvaro Morales, he, he has a certificate too. Maybe he should get a shot. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I, I like up because I, I think I think he works well with youth and I think he would take advantage of how with national team you don't you don't work, um of course you don't get the players, but he will be able to get all the players, the younger ones. Um and he could even do what La Volpe did, where they would give him the they would let him have seleccionados once a month or something like that. Um and if they they could do that, I know he could he could work a really good squad and not having not having World Cup qualifying and 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 just not not so many more competitive games. I do think someone that could like like local that can um, you know he, he's got a good eye for talent and then he could get players to to work well in a system. I do think he he could build a really competitive team with a lot of like the the weak sauce players we have and a lot of the young talent. I do think he, he could put together a really good uh you know Team. competitive Team. squad. Yeah, really good. Um and again, like, yeah, like Pastor said, I do think he could restructure it. And but my only you know, my criticism on that has been just that I, I just would hope that the FMF would respect that. Um Well, I got some of,
6: criticism for you, Ho.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> <Never. laughs> What
6: is it? Oh, uh, because who was I was listening. I, I was uh, I was me. I was of my cafecito while I was listening to you oh. guys.
1: Yeah.
6: And I don't know who was it. The was it uh, Elbow Drop or Soccer Chronicle that was mentioning that uh, that about the meddling Liga MX owners, right? Yeah. That they always got to put their they got they got to wet their beak or siempre están de cucharones, right? Yes. Oh, and you and you ho, you mentioned Chivas how they're going to hire him, right?
1: They were going to hire him. He he traveled. They met up in a hotel and he met up with uh with Vergara. With Vergara and and he presented his terms.
6: And you know what those terms were?
1: Yes, and I'm going You see you came to the show late. I'm going off of Dr. Rafael Ortega, who at the time was vice president of Chivas and he was at the meeting. And he said...
2: Give him the quote. uh, (laughs) uh, Jaime knows it better than me. Jaime... Which quote? It it, it was the, uh, the the only time he wants to see him is when he hires him and he fires him. Yeah. That's what he told Vergara. The only time I want to see you
1: is when you hire me and then when you fire me. Other than that, the fuck out of my way, <laughs> and uh, Ortega was like, "I don't think you guys are gonna work well together." <laughs> and that was that. The, the, I know you, the, the, I know you're going off of the version from Jorge Ramos, but if I have to, if I have to believe one take, I'm I'm going with Ortega, man, he was actually there. Ramos never said who who gave who told him. He's like, he was more of a trust me, pro thing.
6: I don't trust those Virri uh, Hermanos, brava, brava press, man. I'm going with Jorge Ramos. Jorge but Ortega was banda, vice president. He's banda. the vice
1: president who was at the actual meeting.
6: But you know those guys feed into – they they throw out a bunch of fluff pieces and they give their version. Dude, their Dr. Ortega
1: is, is an outstanding professional. Dude. He works on players. He's not one of those – you never really see him on the – um.
5: Well, talking even talking diagnosis. to the medium.
1: <laughs> yes, he was
5: Man, the he he's was a the surgeon, but he's a terrible doctor. So I don't I don't even want to believe with you. He's terrible <laughs> at diagnosing. Like he's terrible at diagnosis. Uh, you know when he came out, he didn't know bad guy was gonna be out for six weeks or six months. Of a bunch of players, where like he does the surgery, and then three four months later, he has to do another surgery because the first surgery. They're like he's great at surgery. Apparently, he's the best but as far as like like. Di- the diagnosis, his history shows that he's kind of terrible.
1: Well, you don't know, but you don't know the player trusted. Hey, Marquez, when Marquez got injured, I don't know if he was, I think he had just landed in Barcelona. He traveled to Houston to get seen by Ortega. But, I mean, regardless of how he is as a doctor. Which, which
6: Marquez? The, the American? Rafa Marquez.
1: Saying? No, oh, Rafa, Rafa Marquez. Oh, okay. I said Barcelona, so Rafa Marquez, he, he came to get seen by him, but but regardless, he was he was the actual vice president, and he was actually at the meeting. So I mean, Ramos is going off of second, third-hand account, most likely a third-hand account, because I don't think someone working close to Bielsa would give that story, and then they would it it, it comes out in the news, and, and they'll get sacked. So I think it's more of a third-hand account and and um uh, this guy is first in the count cuz he was actually there
5: well I mean regardless I agree with Ricardo's first statement I don't think it's going
6: to happen oh ho oh, oh, ho by the way uh happy birthday man today's your birthday uh, thank you. I, I no
1: it's, I have the I share the birthday with Quatemoc so it well, is on the same oh. you don't know Quatemoc come on you should
6: no, I, I was going to say, because I thought today was your birthday, and I was going to say that uh, your birthday is <laughs> after the great Bomb Bomb Zamorano's birthday. Oh, you should be honored, man.
1: Almost. Yeah, no, it's...
6: it's The, the wow. guy that helped take Ahmed to win a title after that dry spell.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. I remember. I remember when he, when he signed. He was at Inter, and he came to Ame. See, I always talk about that. You, you say, I hate on Ame, but I... I've always talked about how they used to do the. When you heard Bombasso, it was always linked to America. And you had players like Samorano and Piojo Lopez.
0: Now, now y'all um, bringing in players him like Zendegas?
1: Like, <laughs> Giovanni. You're bringing in MLS rejects like Giovanni. And uh, who
0: was, uh, was it? Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy Menez? Right? Him too? <laughs> Just trash. Damn, Ger- Ger- Jeremy Panty. Menez.
3: The but guy. hey, hey has scored one of the best <laughs> goals I've ever seen, though. I was <laughs> in the first league. In the first league, how
1: long
3: told us this, Rob? No, no, just like I remember when they, you know, when they signed him up and stuff like that. And they were showing some of his highlights. I was thinking,
1: shit.
3: He, I'm telling you, he. If you like Google or like on YouTube, you know, Jeremy Menez goal. He he scored an amazing goal. Basically, like you know, the, the taquito back heel, it was amazing.
0: Yeah, you know who also did that, um, Landin. Oh man, what is
3: he
0: now? D- didn't didn't,
3: sí. didn't Picolín do did, did that in like in a Concacaf game?
1: Picol who?
3: No, Picolín Pumas. Yeah, Picol
1: Dios.
3: Yeah, yeah, what... yeah, oh that's right, Picodios. Yeah, he did. He scored one like that, but no, but yeah. No, but I, I'm, 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 I just wish America would hire like you know players like Bombasos, like Fantik again. (laughs) Remember
0: that guy? Fantik, yes. That was before my time. Wait, speaking
5: of American Bombasos, I got a question for you, Americanistas. I already have my opinion on it. Um, Diego Laines, if the rumors are true, you know, being a bench warmer, being a nobody in Europe, went through five. Nobody. How do you feel about him? apparently wanting a $2 million salary with America in order for him she, to say she. yes and be considered I and mean, be the best paid player on the team.
2: Yes.
4: You
3: set
5: the wrong precedent by doing that. It's like you're rewarding the guy. for no, not no, doing I mean, how do you feel about him moving forward? You say, fuck you, deal like this I never want to see you in a America jersey. Or not, not for that price. You don't make him the highest
3: paid player. You don't.
1: Well you can no, he's like, earn you, that. But but with bonuses. So like if you play this many games, you get this bonus if you score or many assists or minutes. So at least well, you have him like like yeah, like I said, you have him earn it. He hasn't earned it, so, man. So it'll be in the contract and but I do think I do think he's worth that in the MX. And I do think teams like Cruz Azul, Monterrey, Tigres. He's, a, he's worth
5: being Clary, yes, being the best of, in
1: America, Wait, what he's done in Europe?
2: Who's the highest yeah, played right care now?
1: I don't care what he's done in Europe. I know if he comes to Liga MX, he's going to kill it. I don't know a lot of I mean, people felt that
5: way about Giovanni Dos Santos.
1: Yeah, but he, he came to MLS. He didn't come to Liga MX. But he, and Gio for his credit, he used to kill it in um in 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 the selection. He would be banned well, we or whatever.
5: We're talking about America. He didn't do anything in America. Everyone everyone well, yeah, he, he saw can't... that Giovanni was gonna kill at America because he's an Americanista, his dad's Americanista. I thought just out of love of the jersey. I thought I, he was gonna be a terror. I,
1: I think no, but I think something happened somewhere down the line, something happened with him because Something happened. To...
0: Boyo took when a chunk I... out of his quad out. That's what happened. No, but before that. That added to it. That, <laughs> that dude fucking that was, killed him. What do you a... mean? Something happened. So well, when, and he celebrated know, that, that after.
4: <laughs>
2: like he <laughs> celebrates slide tackles.
1: It's, no, when when he when Gio arrives to MLS, his first well, He'd already had miles, too many beers he... and
2: tortas, man.
1: I know, but when he when he was when he first arrived, this dude he was killing it. It was pretty much a goal or a goal and assist every game. And then somewhere down the line, he just the light went off. Um, I don't know. Did his did his dad die?
5: Yeah, but well, that was. I don't recent. know if that, that that
1: was. That was that more, after he left. Yeah, the but team? he could have he could have been sick maybe and dying. You know, that's a possibility. Um, but something something happened where his light just went off, and he he couldn't perform it, it with the galaxy, and and then Ahmed gives him a chance, a big big part because of the dad, and then he and then it's to the point where he's not even playing. He's never so been I a disciplined
0: player, so I mean, are, is anyone I really think-
1: surprised? I am. I do think it, it was something he did so well for Mexico that because
0: that was like once a month, twice a month type of work. He it wasn't week he m- was, on a week on week on basis. You know,
1: he was was he was doing pretty good at uh, at Villarreal, Villarreal was
0: his peak, in my opinion. Just like Thanks. Vela and Sociedad, those were the peaks of that era of that generation that won the uh, under seventeen World Cup.
6: Did you really think he was going to do something at America, the baby? Come on, man. That's like saying, yeah, that's like saying. uh, uh, I mean,
5: it just makes sense. I mean, he always said he wanted to play for America. His dad played at America. His whole family's Americanistas. You just thought he was going to come in, throw on the jersey, and try to give it his all, try to win a championship. But you, You
1: didn't factor what he was doing at Galaxy at all?
5: Because it doesn't matter. It's a whole new slate. It's a whole different institution. Oh, come on, it does matter. He, he didn't ha- have for Galaxy. It's not like he had those colors.
1: Yeah, but you colors. don't. You don't find that suspect that he goes from pretty much scoring at will to struggling to even run. Like it's like you don't think, hey, man, something's going on. That the team's trying to get rid of him, like at you know at any cost necessary. That he, basically we're just giving him away for free. I mean something happened there, you know what I mean? It's not just, it was he just Belinda
3: He couldn't get it over Belinda,
1: huh? He could <laughs> I mean I saw them pictures, I, I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, hey. I think who would have thought in the end find, she won. He could <laughs> I do think if you're in that you could find Belinda two You know well, speaking,
3: speaking, of, speaking of pop stars and stuff like that. I was reading that, and I normally don't pay attention to this type of stuff, but I was reading that apparently that Shakira found out that D.K. was having an affair because of, of a fucking bottle of jelly that, like, apparently her kids didn't like nobody in the, house was in the household. Like, cool in the house. Body. of yeah, nobody in the house.
0: Like KY jelly.
1: No,
4: no, no, man. Jar of Jam.
0: Wow
1: It was the, the Cougar jam, the peanut butter PK I
2: brought her I guess, I guess PK Wait. was having or, or she was having a different type of spread, right?
4: Yeah <laughs> oh, Dude hey, you PK, know how you PK brought how her to the
0: house That's, oh man, that's fucked uh,
4: up
3: dude. So that, dude? are you Team Casio or so, Team Rolex?
0: Uh, I'm on team Who gives a fuck, dude? I <laughs> I'm I G really don't care. I had
1: a Casio growing up. Hey, would uh, I I
0: hate Barcelona, so I've never liked Piquet. Oh, but I, I'm also not like a fan <laughs> of Shakira either, so it's like it's whatever. Yeah,
2: that's how look at Pique.
6: Wait, <laughs> but the, was was the was the jam half and half, like peanut butter? and... <laughs> In China, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like
4: the, goober, the goobers. goobers. Yeah.
6: <laughs> the, the Her public wants to know.
4: Yeah.
1: All that's I, wrong, all I know is was Reading you, the
0: <laughs> Yeah, don't cheat down. That's all I'm saying.
1: You know, you were saying he brought her home. That's that's Guatemoc did that. With who? He got caught. His first <laughs> wife, I dude. I remember, dude. Not to talk smack, but I remember World Cup '98. And they would do this, like, uh, when there wasn't games, kind of like what the players are doing, right? That's when they showed Jose Pavel, the two America guys, they were kind of, they were being kind of fruity. Who was it? Um, Davino and one of those guys. Yeah. Cut them holding yeah. hands. <laughs> and uh, they showed, like, a quick segment of Quatemo uh, with his wife, because he, I guess he got married young, and she just looked like a plain Jane, dude. And I was like... There's no way that's gonna last, man. <laughs> this guy, this guy had lali, lali, lali tired kicks throwing themselves at him. Then he did the like, cuatemia, and it's over, dude. He, <laughs> he, 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 did, over. The, he did the he, cuate, he, cuate mia, he, he, and that was it. He went viral, dude. He went viral, and I, I and I think that's a story that uh, he he got caught like uh, he he had her in the house, dude, in the kids' room, dude. In the kids' room. Oh, I like have one of those car beds. Man. No, some other. In the car, in the car, car bed. <laughs> in he the, got, uh... he had the He had the Ferrari car bed. Oh my god! Sague, Sague. He did Sague, it in the
0: little Tyke's car bed, bro. Sague, Sague,
3: Sague tweeted uh, about two hours ago. Vaya Vaya papelón de la Federación Mexicana y mi selección en este ciclo mundialista de Qatar. En lo futbolístico y en lo administrativo no se salva nadie. Momentos de tomar decisiones muy puntuales, precisas y acertadas para redire- redireccionar un fútbol mexicano que ha sido exhibido de forma vergonzosa. He's right. Did he sign it with
6: his reata? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I still check out
6: his
3: tweets just because you know, I, I thought that his tweets were going to be like like fight and where every time he would respond, you know, he would tweet something that, that the you know the people would respond with you know something you know cheeky or or stuff like that. But every every now and then, every now and then, you know, people get cheeky you know with his tweets and stuff like that. It's hilarious though.
2: So. Yeah, Dude, I was I was just kind of uh, surfing through Twitter and stuff also, uh, and uh, I, 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 I we didn't bring him up as a candidate for the. For the national team, but he's been popping up a little bit, mostly on uh, on like Fox's uh, Twitter account. It's uh, Antuca Ferretti. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's
1: been being mentioned as a candidate.
2: Uh, sp- speaking of Saga, I remember during
3: the, this past World Cup, uh, reading a tweet. I should I should have saved it. I should have liked it, but somebody somebody tweeted uh, because uh, something about it because it just didn't feel like it was a. Uh, the World Cup because it was in November. He said, what are, "How did they say?" It? They said, <laughs> "No, <Man.
0: laughs> Needs to get the festivities going let's
5: I'm just going to wonder What your America fans Which highlights video You're obsessed with them About His on field ones Or his off
1: field No Ron Ron Hassel's talking About Riata For the last five
6: minutes <laughs> It's either that Or lady boys With Chivas
4: <laughs> oh,
5: You're not going to Ask him for an autograph He's going to ha- Ask him for a handshake
4: <laughs>
6: Put her there Okay <laughs> Oh, no, man. but
5: did, did this past World Cup, after after,
3: it's kind of pathetic that really, I mean, really, you know, other than you know, you know, Chavez's goal, really, the only highlight of Mexico was you know Memo Choa, you know, his save, the first game, yeah, Wendowski.
1: the penalty and the pen, yeah, the penalty. Yeah, but
3: but like soon after, like the day after, you just kept seeing the the. The video back from, like, you know, what was it, 2014? No, yeah, 2018, where you had that German fan. Oh, seguro. Memo, un duro. Memo, una verga.
0: (laughs) Man, I'm so glad you brought up Memo Ochoa. Uh, I wrote an article on Soccer Chronicle earlier this week. He had a pretty uh, headline uh, scoreline. Eight to eight to two, eight to one. Uh, they got their shit pushed in by Atalanta, and you know Ochoa got all the any meme you can think of or anyone talking shit about him. It was all brought up, and I'm like, dude, like, don't blame him. Blame his defense, bro. Like, I, I bet it was the Mexicans. And look, uh, with Ochoa, it's it's no uh, surprise. That he said he wants to go to a six World Cup. No other player in the history of the game has gone to six World Cups. He has a legitimate chance of doing it as a goalkeeper. He'll probably be he is. he'll be like he 41. He'll be 41. No matter. Those are, those are those are nothing. When when you're a goalkeeper. It it, wasn't go 42 or something like that? Yeah. He not even he wouldn't even be he wouldn't even be one of the oldest goalkeepers at the World Cup. 45 is the record. So, you know, Good for him for having the ambition for for not just taking the easy route, going to MLS, picking up a paycheck. This dude's like, hey, look, I got a European password. I I, I have a a contract that's expiring. Fuck it. Let's go to Italy and let's go to a team that's like in a relegation battle. So I'll stay on top of my shit. I'll stay on my toes. And he'll probably end up in Serie A as the most scored goalkeeper, but he'll also probably be the goalkeeper with the most saves, similar to his time at League One at Axio. And my question to y'all is, like, do you want him for a six World Cup? Yes. And who, if not him, there is no one else stepping up.
1: Dude, if he can take us for the next three years, I'll still take him to the World
2: Cup. I want the best available keeper. If he's the best one, then will we take him. He I, just
1: I was the, the only school, that's
2: He's Memo, what happens? Keeper. Memo, un muro.
5: Memo, una verga. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about him, but he, I'm saying at the World Cup, something, Memo just transforms, dude. He goes Super Saiyan, dude. And he's he's never not delivered. No, I, I, I can't think of a game where he's like, screwed it. He's, for brilliant performance that the penalty block to Lewandowski He's he just... You know. I think he could have done a little bit is, better man. on that
0: second goal against Argentina.
5: Agreed. No wait, the first one, no.
0: The the one with uh, Julian Alvarez, no.
5: Oh, I thought you meant the one outside. Oh, uh, uh, Messi. Oh, I
0: ain't no I one know. getting that I, one, bro.
5: I don't know, man. Even Casillas said it, but.
0: Shit, Casillas we got shit on too, bro. I don't
5: know. Well, I agree with Super Evo. I think you know whoever is the best available, but I also think it's. Not... <laughs> Everyone winning Ochoa reflects how mediocre the national team is because usually when your goalkeeper is known as your top guy, it means you play terrible. And the <laughs> fact that everybody <laughs> wants Ochoa to be the World Cup goal starter so he can save us again is saying that you're assuming that the team's going to be booty and uh, might as well... Oh, right.
0: It's it's not you know, it's, it's not the, that the,
5: the team's going to be goal, bad, it's goalies just... Goalies shouldn't even matter. Goal, goalie shouldn't stand out. The fact that Fans around the world know Mexico for a try. Like that's the guy. I can't wait to watch Mexico no try. They're what they're saying is I can't watch it get Mexico shot and shot and shot. Justan apedriando rancho. No,
4: it's, it's, it,
0: nah, dude, it's not that. It's it's when those moments happen at the world stage. Yes. you know, you you're in good yes. hands. Are you in good hands?
1: Yes, he's all stay.
0: He's all state, bro.
5: I see, I he's all stay. Uh, I choice. prefer the goalkeeper not to be noticed. That's what I prefer.
1: Yeah? That's Point fair. Yeah. Like
5: a like a good like an arbitro, same thing. la atención. Don't even want to know they're there. Maybe one or two saves tops. But most of it, I wanna well, be on the team on the field.
0: If we can get Marcelo Biesla to be our coach and he finds all these hidden gems and all these ranchos and we we turn into the freaking Brazil of, of North America, maybe maybe we'll catch Ochoa reading a book. And not doing anything for ninety minutes. But until then, look, man, we're gonna have some opportunities where the other team might catch us off guard. And when that happens, you gotta have protection. Do you have protection? Yes, we do. His name is Guillermo Ochoa, man. Es un muro.
6: Well, hey, well, Habibi, you said you don't want the goalkeeper to, you don't want the goalkeeper to be the main focus, right? No, now I know where you're going with this. We're Real Madrid. No, hey. <laughs> Hey, you're putting words in my mouth, man. I wasn't going to say anything about that about that uh, corrupt team. I was going to say, I was going to mention another guy that doesn't get any attention is your guy Alexis Vega, a.k.a. El Puerco. What does the that have is, to
0: do with Ochoa, bro? Are you calling
5: call him a puerco because he likes to pistear or because he's chubby or
6: both? Both. And because he's unprofessional <coughs> and overhyped. Damn! Damn! He just started. blew out his
1: knee, man.
5: It's too soon. Clásicos, en repechaje liguilla. You know, Mont- scoring against Monterrey, jornada uno. That's probably one of his top five most important goals for Chivas, and that's saying something. I agree with you. If it was up to me, I would have sold him to Tigres for 11 million and put that money to use.
6: Well, finally, something we can agree on, man. Alexis but Vega's out of commission right all now. All these
5: old heads got to get over Ochoa and pull the band-aid, pull, hey, the look,
0: Band-Aid. I'm, pull the band-aid. I I totally get it. Yeah, we got to move on. But here's the problem: nobody else is stepping up. Who the fuck? Who's the number two? Step up. You're who's not, the he's, number he's two? Gonna say
5: he's who's gonna say, say Acevedo. Who's number
0: two?
6: You
5: don't give Acevedo the chance to play against no. the USA in the <laughs> Nations League final. Acevedo is, final. is
0: trash, bro. Whoever, oh, he, is no. getting a chance. It's not even that he's getting a not getting a chance. It's that he's overhyped, bro. He's almost like he's like Ochoa 2.0, just because he has a Famous nice haircut. Takes.
6: He has that Steve Perry hair. That's the only reason people know him.
0: <laughs> I don't see any other like glimmer of hope. Any other co- the goalie that actually has that's doing well. We're talking about the backup keepers for years on both uh, America and Chivas. And ironically, they're both named uh, Jimenez. Dude, these guys are barely getting their shot. And they're in their 30s, dog. They're in their 30s. There is no young goalkeepers out right now.
6: People like to talk about the striker crisis, but Mexico hasn't been producing any good goalkeepers either.
5: Mexico hasn't been producing almost nothing except for I guess right backs and left backs, mainly right backs.
0: And wet backs too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Class>. <laughs> the joke was there, dude. The joke was
6: there. You, you sound the like US a USA fan, hi right, man.
0: <laughs> relax, man. Relax, relax. <laughs> relax. Nope.
6: But where, where's sport? your uh, American outlaw? Uh <laughs> what was that thing, uh scarf? <laughs>
2: So you're, so you're saying uh, Jaime is like sandejas, right? He's, he's choosing the.
6: Yeah, the guy that broke Chivas' he is Pepe
5: tradition. He's liking that tweet calling Mexican monkeys.
2: Ooh. <laughs>
1: monkeys? What? Whoa, where's Pepe. that coming from?
5: Pepe. <laughs> Ricardo Pepe.
0: Oh my guys God. Do you
5: remember that? No. no. Someone was dissing on Mexicans and something about monkeys and he liked it, but then claimed that
6: oh, it was an accident. Ah. That guy's a MLS All Star. You, you you guys ever been in gym class? You're playing basketball with like nothing but the Mexicans, and then the black guys come in and they beat everyone. Well, he he went to Europe with all the black guys, and he got exposed.
4: Damn.
0: Oh man. You,
6: you guys know what I'm talking about. I was just thinking
1: about? of that meme, that meme with the girl sitting on the couch. <laughs> I was thinking
6: the same awesome. thing too. Oh
4: my god!
5: After the podcast,
0: <laughs> right all I know is uh, hey. All, all I'm gonna say is don't let your girl work at the police academy. That's all I'm gonna say.
5: <laughs> so she's gonna turn it into a restaurant, Five Guys. <laughs>
0: How do you? Hey, what's your commute? I ride the train. <laughs> uh, all right, sorry, man. I had to have a moment there.
6: <sighs> hey, bro, are you guys not going to criticize your own team for that guy just plainly and in, in the middle of a game just hopping off for being for being you a,
0: know an obese pig? I've seen that happen twice in my life. Uh, Vega in that moment, and then also, unfortunately, Rafa Marquez for Barcelona. It was just like one of those weird instances where they just had the ball. No one's really pressuring him, and they just, boom, took an arrow to the knee and just fell. And with Vega, like, look, he's had injury problems in the past. He came, he he talked about it when he was on the podcast uh, with uh, Canelo. And um, it's he's been played with injuries ever since the beginning of his career. And I was, like, asking, like, hey, man, like, is it his fault? Is it the physical trainers? Like, because Chivas have had a plague of injuries, and I always felt like the other physical trainers just weren't good enough. Obviously, J.J. Max injured, Vega, but we've had, like, a pretty banged-up uh, roster. I, I
1: think it's a risk sometimes the players, they kind of they know, and, and they take that risk, and the club knows, too. And they'll try to like, see how far you could, you could last with before it eventually, you know, the the, the injury eventually hits you. Cause I, I've seen a lot of stories of the players talking about, and, and I've, I've talked about this one a lot before. I think it was, um, God, I think it was Moncho. Wait, who was, it? yeah, I think it was him that, he said that he, after the trainings, he had to go to some doctor that would like put him injections because he just couldn't take the pain from his legs. And that was after training. That was just crazy. And if you guys see the Maradona, um, the documentary that was on HBO, it's probably still there. Uh, and they talk about how he was always playing injured and how they would always have to like, you know, put like give him injections. Uh, but this dude another one where after retiring, his legs were all fucked up that it, he almost uh they were almost gonna cut him off,
6: but do you think that's so, the case here?
1: yeah uh, I do because uh, the podcast he he the podcast I mentioned he talked about how he's been carrying injuries and it's sort of like you could go under the knife and 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 then maybe it might in your career, or you could just try to try to hope it goes away or something like
6: that. I don't know. I've seen this guy all over social media. People posting pictures of him being at places he doesn't need to be. At times, he needs to be resting or eating stuff he shouldn't be eating as a professional athlete. I mean, that's a contributing subway. way.
2: I think that's a common thing though amongst Mexican players of the lack of professionalism. It, it it doesn't just fall on Alexis Vega. That's it. I mean, if you're if you're the and I'm throwing up the the air quotes of uh, the star of the team. it's even you're even more responsible for it. But no, I think this is just the Mexican player issue.
6: I'm just calling out the fake news, man.
0: Fake news about what? Well, no one's gassing up Vega, bro.
6: Ah, oh, come on, ESPN. The gas. Um, um, muscle with this guy,
0: let me rephrase that nobody on this pod has gassed him up, dude.
5: <laughs> but one thing, he's been dealing with injuries, but you gotta be specific, he's been dealing with injuries on that knee. Yeah, if you remember at the end of the last tournament, towards the end, he was like subbing out, and we were like icing the knee.
4: Mm-hmm. And I, I no. think the
5: thing is, he rushed it, same thing with the world cup, he didn't want to miss it. And eventually, yeah. and caught up to him. And the yeah. therapist also plays a big role. I know Ricardo loves me talking about Real Madrid, but two years ago, Real Madrid had all injuries. Then they bring back their therapist that was with them forever. And last year, they had, like, no injuries. And they were playing 120 minutes throughout the whole year. So, yeah, the therapist is a big
6: influence as well. You mean their pet guy, not the therapist.
0: hey man we get flagged for Clembutero all the time so
6: hey bro I just want to puff my chest out a little bit here what with those two draws
0: to start the season
6: nah come on (laughs) we're we're talking about your team right now undefeated undefeated you're puffing out of your chest for that oh hey you said it not me Hey, no, but one one final thing.
2: Well, what About are you the... eating? No, I'm not eating. Are you bringing birth. up the bag of chips or what, man? <laughs> <laughs> don't jo- don't join that Alex yeah, Rodriguez guy, Let's good be, be
6: respectful, Ricardo. He has a big <laughs> announcement. Let's go. you. Yeah. Let's not distract. Him. <laughs> hey, uh, I understand you guys don't want to hear the truth. I already told you guys I'm like the Alex Jones of Mexican football. <laughs> uh, I, I call out the fake news. Let's hear it. Last last week, or was it the week before, where Habibi was was uh was uh <clears throat> was capping for Alexis Vega and him not going to Europe, right? And let me specify before you guys uh, attack me with your goat horns. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I don't think this guy's any good. I don't care if he goes to Europe or not. But he it came out of his mouth. He wants he wanted to go to Europe. It was all out there. The media covered it. He said it himself. And this is why you got to take a chance. If if you want to go to Europe, you got to take a chance on yourself. Because those you never know when you can't predict life, and you can't predict what's gonna happen out on out yep. when you're playing when you're playing yep. out there on the pitch. He knew he was unprofessional, and everyone's gonna make excuses for him. But you, if you want to go to Europe, you got to take that chance and go. I mean, it's never going to be that dream scenario, just like Chucky Lozano. He won the title with Pachuca. Uh, PSV paid good money for him. And after, after he worked, he he handled his, his Pachuca stint, I mean, PSV stint, he went to Napoli. It's not always going to be like that. So yeah, but the injury proves the point of why he's trying to gone. He would have gone and still got him hurt.
5: That injury
1: wasn't Yeah, enough. and and then he would have been, and the, you know the club probably knew that that was a big possibility, which is why they said six months. Because I know those scout players for a long time, and I'm sure they if they followed his career, he probably wouldn't have tried, even passed
0: the medical. Honestly,
1: I, I'm I'm pretty sure they had like yeah, and I I think they had an idea, and it makes sense of why why you'll be like, all right, we'll give you six months because they were expecting that. Um, and if he would have taken that and he got him hurt, he would have just been for the next what year, whatever, making way less money.
0: Hey, when I saw the injury go down last week, I immediately knew it. Oh, he's done. And I don't just mean like, oh, he's done for like a couple of weeks, but I honestly think he's, I, I don't know if he'll be able to come back from that. If I'm being completely honest and you know that that window of of like going to europe like ricardo mentioned like dude that was it it was it was it was bold for him to assume that he would have more opportunities but i don't know dude like i can see this dude end up being just like another like league mx player and just like a a guy that has like a career like marco fabian you know what i mean just like what could have been what could have been Great talent, what could have been, but then all these other things on and off the field and then the injuries, like, honestly, I could see his career going in that direction.
6: And I said that, Jaime, a couple, like, a while back. That was my hot take that Fabian, that Alexis Vega wasn't going to have as good as a career if you want to call it good as Marco Fabian.
0: Yeah, I actually do remember when you said that.
6: So you can call me Ricardo Damas from now on, man. <laughs>
0: Why would you call yourself a
5: dumbass?
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eres un estupido. <laughs> your <you're> disqualificaciones, <laughs> they don't bother me because I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> just just remember remember that when your team is getting knocked down, repechaje again, big guy.
0: Hey, at least we'll make it to the man. <laughs> America's gonna—they—they're not be able to tie their way to a to a title.
6: Hey, the season's young, and you—you can never—you can never doubt America.
0: We'll see where we are uh, at the Super Clasico. I think it should be good. As far oh, as oh. as far as uh, results go, uh, Tigres remain the only team with. A perfect record two out of two uh, but there are some teams with games pending like Atlas and Leon who also have an opportunity to have that perfect two for two as of right now Tigres in first place San Luis in second with four Chivas in third with four and then Ciudad Juarez to top off the top four with three points so yeah it's too early in the season to uh assume any of this will stay the same but we do have some pretty good matchups this weekend. We have uh, Chivas versus Toluca. America couldn't get the job done. We'll see if Chivas <laughs> can get it done at their first home game of the season.
6: Crickets. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was going to
2: do whatever was going on at Hoyle's house. <laughs>
6: Hey, but I w- I wanted to mention. Uh, I know they're in equipo Chico, and they're ex- insignificant. But Tigres have been taking their Johnson out, whipping it all over the place <laughs> regarding the transfers. Oh, who People did who, they pick up? Ybáñez, Pachuca,
0: and they got rid of um, the French guy. Yeah. Dude, that
5: was a that was a total loss for them. You know, it cost them with. Salary and uh, everything
1: they him about peanuts. five
5: million a year.
1: Peanuts for them. Peanuts. They'll Don't look. forget it's who runs wave. that club. Yeah,
6: about it 5 is five million a year.
1: They probably did us a favor for Gignac. so I gave my homie and bring him over and do it.
6: Supposedly he got a fee too. He, for for uh, go. that transaction. He, no <laughs> seriously, He call, got five man. mil. But whether
5: yeah. it's peanuts there you or go, or not, man. for the market, the Mexican market, that's a no. five million a no, year. Going not. To waste.
1: No, not for the Mexican market. No.
0: He's one of the highest well, played players
1: in the, the a league, league team's dude.
5: teams going to afford to lose five million a year on a player.
1: But this is the teams like again, the, the teams aren't really paying for this. It's always the corporations behind the teams. Uh, and it's the same in Europe. If you take away those big corporations like uh, like that are running those clubs then the clubs won't be paying those massive amounts of money you know and, and it's a big reason why now you see, we see all these exaggerated fees 130 million and and all that it just just blew up in the past what five, 10 years. And it was never to that extent. It's a Neymar. 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 But um but if you look at um, of what um, what is it, FEMSA, just massive, massive corporations. So f- for them, it's like it's, it's dropping the pin bucket.
6: Well, but it's just that. four corporations, well, qual- And Liga. Max. It's only four yeah.
4: corporations.
0: All right, uh, thanks for hopping on
1: It is, but they're not competing with each other. You know what I mean? They're not really competing. Um, oh,
6: for sure. It,
1: it's not like they were all competing for that one player. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I don't think it affects. It, it, if anything, it's just a loss for for them, which is like, is it really a loss? They just use it as a tax write-off or whatever. They just probably used it. They do think they plan on keeping Gignac there and I don't think he's going to stay. I mean, dude, he's making that type of money and like on transfers. I-, I could see him staying for a long time in Max, as like ambassador or whatever. I mean, some type of position within within uh, the institution because they they signed up, FEMSA, they signed. So um, they signed up to, to stay with Thedas for like 30 years. So I know I know we joke around a lot and I've been saying this for a long time now. Yeah, all keep joking, but watching 10 years, these teams are going to be, you know, it's going to become harder and harder. Um, Tigres-Monterrey, Monterrey the same uh, with us. I might be getting the, the corporations wrong. I know it's CEMEX and FEMSA. So CEMEX is Monterrey.
6: And, no, Cemex, no is CEMEX is Tigres.
1: CEMEX is Tigres, okay, and FEMSA is, is yes. but, but both, so uh, CEMEX is uh, cement in construction, number two in the world. I just did the whole world. Dude, that's massive. Number two in the world. FEMSA is the distribute uh, drinks, Coca-Cola and whatnot, number two in the world. You guys can wiki this. FEMSA and it'll tell you right there. Big, massive corporations. They could, I mean, if they wanted to, they could put even way more money and and Whoa. just you know, build super teams. Like, and no one will, no one in Liga MX will compete with them. They, they <laughs> could just do that if they wanted to. They they kind of have the. Let's take they a look really at a. It out.
0: Let's take a look at Manchester City, right? They've had the takeover with um, the new ownership for almost a decade now, and they really haven't won that many titles in the prime league they've only won three or four so
1: yeah but see this, they're competing with like you know other corporations that are just as big as compared to like um
0: how many has digitus won like 5 in the last decade
1: yeah that's a lot Still. though if you think about it but, and come come combine both of them in the past 10 years and you have those teams going to the finals quite a lot.
6: And to your point, Hall, I, I seen an interview a while back about the the guy from Tigres, the head honcho, the guy that's in charge of, like, the Semex. So yeah. Like the, brand, the the Semex branch of Tigres, the guy that t- calls the shots. He, yeah, he saying,
1: Deportiva is Synergia, I think.
6: It's a bald or guy. Or... I don't really know his name. Yeah. But they they were asking him like in a press conference or, like uh about the about transfers and the uh, money coming in and out, and he said it bluntly. He's like, "We Tigres, they don't really make money with the state with the ticket sales and the TV rights. They they just they're just trying to build the Monterrey er- area with the Tigres brand. So they got they don't care about losing money." They if one thing that they do have is is a cornucopia, a bottomless pit of money.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, dude, number two in the world, shit. That's yeah.
5: But but Uh, it, it makes sense. I mean, with all the foreigners, the top talent they're bringing to, not only the men's team and the women's team, they're drawing fans from other nationalities. And if they see them winning on both sides, the men's and the women's, it might attract people to visit Monterrey. You know, things like that. So I can see how you build a town around the brand.
1: There's already a town in in Monterrey. I forget the name of it, but it, it's supposed to look like, uh, like well,
5: if Sanico, you're in Las in a or whatever.
1: I don't know exactly. I mean, I have to, uh, Jamie. <laughs> We have to uh, look it up, but they do have like it looks like like an expensive place in the U.S. where like super nice homes and everything. Mm. Um, just crazy. It's just yeah, it's it's a, there's a lot of people that are well off that are in in uh, Monterrey.
6: And and uh, I liked the uh, I was watching spicy soccer, and Borghetti brought up a great point. They were talking about the uh, Ibanez, and the uh, Gorillarán transfer and the possible Linus transfer, and he he said, uh, Tigres, they they're pretty much killing two birds with one stone. They're they're t- they're bringing in uh, the league's uh, top scorer last year and they're crippling Pachuca at the same time. <laughs> I,
0: right feel
4: like, I feel like this happens oh, with Pachuca
1: wine? though. It it. it yeah, Pachuca and even uh,
0: they always sell their stars stars. They always do that.
1: Yeah, they plan oh, ahead. They, sure. plan, they plan ahead like three years, three four years in advance. So they they already know. So when they'll sell when when, you know, when it's hot and they'll sell and they know that it's like they might not win it. So they're not gonna keep this guy to see if they might win it a, you know, a second time. They're confident that in two, three years they'll win it again. Which is kind of what they've been doing. Yeah, so, but, I, mean, I mean.
5: Liga and Mekki's, that's a whole different animal. They can keep investing all that money, dominate the season, and then Liguilla they choke. Or they have a dumbass like Pio Herrera who aligns the wrong amount of players. So even if they would have won, they were lost due to the rule Can you imagine that? Investing all that money, but Pio Herrera does the wrong lineup. So you were lost <laughs> off the field.
1: Well, they got rid of him, man. And outside, you that I was Why?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm going d- 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 guess he's not your favorite for the national team. <laughs> That's a dream job, though.
5: On a motivation here. point, I do like them outside of motivation, not at all.
6: But Scrupa they didn't <laughs> want to sell Kevin Alvarez <laughs> to America. But I got
0: from you guys. Wait, was it was uh was it Bachuka's decision or was it the player's decision?
6: Well, I won't blame both of them. No, but this goes to my one of my points that I always bring up on here, and you guys just you guys shit all over my points. I,
1: no, I think you're listening. I, I,
6: I agree but, with you a lot of times. Oh no, for sure. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking <laughs> shit. But you just no, but. But you guys all, always talk, not, not to specify you guys, because then you guys, tell offended But like the Mexican media.
5: Hey, we've been called
6: wetbacks already. You guys ain't that bad. I guess, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, but the Mexican media always talks about, and and uh, Chivas Barra Brava Press always likes to talk about how Chivas get they always overpriced the players for them, right? America's in the same boat. The the Pachuca guy even came out and said, "Oh, we're we're willing to lose money with Kevin Alvarez if he goes to Europe, but if someone else wants, if America wants him, he's gonna cost ten million enough."
0: Yeah, the double the double standard, man. I don't I don't get it. No, but
1: I mean, they did it to Tigre, so it's not just personal.
0: Yeah, you're selling to direct rivals.
5: So you're gonna sell to direct yeah. rival and help them win a championship. You might as well get some good money out of it. The all right, but why anybody, won't you trying to all sell right. him a bag of potatoes for ten million? No,
6: no, Kevin, but didn't he I, didn't I, he just criticize over the the players getting overpaid
0: but what what I don't get is yeah, like I mean, I about this is worth it. It doesn't make sense to be like, "Hey, I'll sell you this for this price, But then somebody else asks for it, like, oh, he's cool. i'll I'll give it to you cheaper. Like that doesn't make any sense.
1: Going to make I think heroes it
5: cause it's a direct rival.
2: No, but I, 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 I do I,
5: I I get might I, as well get good
2: money out of it. No, I, I, it's a it's a supply and demand thing. I guys, it's a
4: right yeah. she must
2: only only has Mexican players, right? So guess what? That's a limited pool for them where the rest of the the rest of the teams could be like, go screw yourself. I'm gonna go to Ecuador and get some dude for fifty bucks, you know? What no, but I what, <laughs> I, don't, what I don't get so, is
1: I mean a national team.
0: By 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 negotiating with America, you just put a value to Kevin Alvarez's name. He is now worth X amount of money. Whatever I don't know how much they were asking for him, but that's what he's worth now. So then, why would you like give a team in Europe a discount? That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, oh no, but, but, yeah, you're Because
1: right. they do well a contract, uh, and what they what Pachuca has been known to do is that they'll have a a clause where if they get sold they get a percentage of the fee and so if you send to america a lot of times the the MEX teams don't do that between each other where it's like i'm gonna buy this player and then if you sell them um, do you know what i mean
4: full rights um, yeah
1: so so for like for europe especially if it's the younger the player and they'll be like all right you're going to psv or ajax or whatever and um we get, like, 20% of whatever um, he sells once, if you do sell them. <clears throat> so that's that's where they make the the other amount.
0: I, I just don't understand. Then- like, if, like, Madrid came knocking, Chelsea, whatever, you're like, oh, you know what? We'll hook you up. We'll give you a discount. Like, that doesn't make any sense.
5: you are not talking about Madrid or Chelsea, but I think the regular, medium, stable Europe teams, that's why. And also, I mean, I'm not saying this is what they're doing, But if you think about it, it kind of motivates your players on the youth level. Like when you're like, all right, which of you guys wants to go to Europe? All right, you bust your ass off and we'll make it easy for you to go to Europe. We will actually lose money on the sale. We won't try to overcharge. What you got to do to make that happen? You got to bring us championships. You got to bust your ass off on the field. You got to win for Pachuca. And we pay you back by giving you an easy transfer. As opposed to other league, I make he seems they want the players to win for them and they also want to sell them for 15 million. So, I actually think what Pachuca is doing benefits them on the field because uh, it pushes the players because they know if they bring results, they got an easier way out to Europe.
0: But as doesn't it, to going
5: to Monterrey, America, or Cedar.
0: doesn't the transfer fee also reflect the player's contract? Also, sea, like if, if they sell a player for a lot more isn't it in the player's best interest for the uh, a high transfer fee don't they get a cut of that doesn't don't they get a better deal because of that
1: the like player wages yeah and stuff? no like they do
0: yeah so as a player yeah, you're like depends on your agent yeah it depends on your agent but as a player you want it to be a high transfer you want it to be like a lot of money because you get a cut of that
5: yeah, but 7 million 10 million, is that really how much more is that going to reflect on your salary?
0: You tell me, Mexican player gets paid well in Mexico. You go to Europe, you're taking a pay cut.
5: No, that's what I'm saying. If you get sold for 7 million or you get sold for 10 million, how much is that going to affect your salary with your European team? Probably not that much.
1: I I think I I, I don't have receipts on this. Um but I, I remember hearing something of One of the reasons why Jota Jota returned to Chivas, and that's because um, with uh, Grupo Pachuca, because he was at León, the contract they wanted to negotiate with him was that they would maintain, they would still keep, Uh, like they would have like a clause, like a rolling clause, like no matter what teams he went to. He will keep paying them.
4: Oh wow! So I remember hearing I've never something. To,
1: yeah, you could have some of those like stipulations, and so it's like, yeah, we'll make it easy for you, but you're still working for me. Um, and so, yeah, I'll probably have to dig more into that. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's that's like one of the big. Like a finder's fee.
5: Yeah, but but that's not. I mean, that's common. Look at uh, San Luis; they bought banyas for eight hundred thousand sold them for Pachuca for a couple million. Pachuca sells them at Tigres, and then San Luis made $2.7 off that sale.
1: No, but I mean, this I wouldn't be just common. one sale. I don't common common think it's that. I don't think it's... No, but... I'm not, I'm not saying after one sale. After multiple sales.
0: How is that even legal or possible?
1: There's, I mean, that's something that was with like Tevez. It's like your grandfather did. You <laughs> like, if you see Tevez with the whole thing, why he didn't stay in in uh, Manchester United, and they said how they had, like, their negotiating was just, like, it would have been all these teams. I mean, not teams, but, like, people that own his contract.
0: Yeah, it was, the, Tevez was, the Tevez thing was weird because he was owned by, like, a... Uh, he wasn't owned by a team. He was owned by like a, I don't know. It was weird. Like when and, uh, when he was at West Ham, Manchester United didn't didn't buy him from West Ham. They bought him from like his representative or something. It was it was very strange.
6: I was gonna mention also uh, the talking about shady deals. Uh, the Chelito Delgado when he came to Mexico. Supposedly Cruz Azul had to pay off like a a hot dog vendor in Argentina, like a street corner <laughs> food vendor they had like a percentage of like his contract. He was the club president. that makes sense uh, most likely
0: that sounds hilarious, dude. It's like uh that scene out of uh Moneyball where the the a's were trying to negotiate uh the other team like hey. We need this player and also we need you to restart our fridge like our our soda fridge for the rest of the year. <laughs> it was like one of the stipulations. Oh man. All right folks, we're at the 2 hour mark. I'm I'm pretty much done uh at this point, but I I do want to give you guys the opportunity to have your closing thoughts starting with our number one fan, Ricardo. Thanks for hopping on tonight.
6: My pleasure, man. But every time I come on here, you guys are very aggressive with me. And I know why, because <laughs> you guys, your, your, your goat emotions gets the best of you. And I don't judge you guys for that. <laughs> but I, I still I still think it's bullshit that Pachuca did that to America. And as long as uh, we got those, like I said a couple shows back, as long as we got those bum. Uh, fullbacks. I don't think America's going to do much.
0: I forgot you guys don't have Jorge Sanchez anymore.
6: Yeah, we got the uh, the white second. Layun.
0: Mm.
2: Hey, well, man. is a little seasoned,
0: yeah. Is Lara still there? Is he still like one of those prospects that is looking good? Promising?
2: The
5: guy who
6: punches to... himself? What was that? The guy that punches himself. Yeah, I think that guy. <laughs> well, supposedly, <laughs> se, le, se le subió uh, a la cabeza de la fama, man. Like, that's, that's what happens when you're in America. You, you get so much attention, you can't think straight. Yeah, the, exactly.
0: The, the females just throwing the pussy at you. You're like, ah, damn.
6: Yep. And, and Chivas, the lady boys, throw the I don't know what at <laughs> you, but you guys can tell me.
0: Uh, that's funny. <laughs> elbow what you got for me man you get better with the with the covid man you're a real, man. real 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 one for hopping on
2: oh man this was fun again man and uh you know just kind of you know that's one of the things when you get run and hoiled together is that you get to hear a lot of this you know a lot of this stuff like uh all the infighting within the 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 factions they start to peel
0: back the layers and and realize holy shit there's there's layers to this there's levels to this
2: oh man it's 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 insane no but uh you know no definitely enjoyed it and uh you know we'll see without uh i know everybody's freaking out about vega being out and stuff like that but just kind of thinking back to the preseason for chivas and uh you know before Vega joined the team that's when uh, uh you and i were were kind of chatting back and forth of uh how open and and uh and fun of a style that the the chivas were playing so you know you never know right it could it could be uh possible that they end up playing a little more a little more open you know uh uh chemistry might be a little bit better you just you just don't know right uh, be a good test against uh, a Toluca managed by Nacho Hombri. So looking forward to that game. And and again, Joel, happy birthday, man. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank uh, you, sir. Ricardo and Al Pastor, pleasure as always. Jaime, keep it up, man.
0: Thank you. Get better, big
2: guy. Get better, man. Appreciate I'll, it, fellas. Al Pastor,
0: what you got for me? Habibi.
5: Uh, same thing. Uh, Speed of recovery, super elbow. Uh, happy birthday as well, Joey. Hope you enjoyed it. And then as far Thank as my you. hot take, what I'm looking forward to is uh, a match between uh, a hyped-up coach that hypes himself up. is that hypes him up on ESPN. Rafa Puente with Pumas and Larcamón at León. If Larcamón can turn, do something with León and show that uh, Puebla wasn't just, you know, a one-hit wonder. Uh, also, I think Toluca, I think Chivas is gonna suffer against Toluca, and like Ricardo said, I want to see if uh, Tigres is willing to whip out that big Johnson on that turf field of Sholos, because we know old guys struggle on turf field. So those are the three matches I'm looking forward to.
0: Nice, birthday boy, what you got for us?
1: Oh, I was just gonna add on the what Bron had been talking about, the streaming wars which we're kind of seeing now, Uh, and he was comparing them to the TV wars. I think the difference is that it was like hella dirty back when it happened, back in the 90s. Um, I think it's gonna be different now. Uh, Again, I don't expect any of the, like the the shit to hit the fan until after the World Cup, just cause uh, Televisa does have that contract and no one's gonna try to take that away from them. But, but once it ends, then we will see a strong push. And I think it could go either way, where it's like it could get ugly, and like Ron said, because of so much infighting, then Max doesn't go to the World Cup, because they're kind of sabotaging each other. Um, <clears throat> or we could see what sort of like where they ultimately agree on, on uh, doing the lead TV as a single package deal, and and that's kind of where, where we saw that one company that was offering like a billion dollars or whatever, and I think that that might be a big possibility as well. But, I mean, we're talking about four or five years from now, but I mean, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you, throughout the years, you will start seeing more and more, like, bits of info leading leading to this. For sure, my hot take
0: is uh, Meiko is lagging with this uh, coaching carousel. I, I need to know who's going to be the coach of the national team. Uh, our counterparts, the U.S. men's national team, already has friendly scheduled for this month. They have one against uh, Serbia on Wednesday. But, but and they don't have a coach. And they, it's still burhalter.
1: I thought they haven't. They haven't renamed them. They haven't.
0: Um... Well, all I can tell you is USA has two friendlies at the end of this month against <laughs> Serbia and Colombia. These dudes are wasting no time for the 2026 World Cup. You can see, you can tell that they're they're committed. It's in their own home turf, and I think they got a chip on their shoulder. They're going to try and have a deep run, and I just don't see that level of intensity. I don't see that vision happening from the Mexican side of things. And I just want us to have a coach already, and and get the process going. Um, that's that's my hot take. I will be making I mean,
2: before you cut you cut that off right there. I, I yeah. meant to bring this up early. I thought I read somewhere that the uh, the owners were having a meeting on the thirty first. Oh, and my my concern has to do with with uh, what you're talking about. And that's the lagging, right? Their their meeting's probably going to be to tell the public. Their their report about the World Cup, and then say, "Oh, this is our plan." Still not going to have a coach by that point, so Mm. I I agree with you.
0: Sounds like my job. Yeah, (laughs) my company doesn't know what the hell they're doing, and I'm not going to wait until the first of February to figure out what's happening with the future of the company. But nonetheless, guys, it was a very enjoyable pod tonight. A lot of action. I want to thank you guys for hopping on, and to our listeners, of course, all over the world. Uh, You can catch us every week on your favorite podcasting app. We're also on Twitter Spaces, so if you want to hop on, talk shit, by all means, go for it. If you're a keyboard warrior, hop on YouTube, go in the chat, do it there. Uh, We're going to start writing more articles on our website, soccerchronicle.com. I wrote one this week about Ochoa. And why you should not be talking shit about him. Um, But we do plan on making more content on our website. We're on TikTok now, too. I uploaded a video today. So we're getting the ball rolling, guys. It's 2023. And you guys are the best part of it. So hope everyone has a great night. And we'll catch you all next week.